The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. And warning, warning, this is our spoiler-filled Avengers Endgame episode. If you have not seen Avengers Endgame yet, I'm serious. Uh, you've, you've got maybe a half hour before you need to bail out of this episode. We're going to discuss it at the very end and give you plenty of times to jump out, hit pause, go to a theater, and see Endgame. All right, we've got a lot of other stuff that we talk about as well, but uh, here we are. Let's get to it. Brand new episode brought to us, of course, by Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It is Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. All right, so we also have uh, our friends at Cabin Fever. Graduation days ahead, pride at the beginning of June. Visit Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. They are so much more than a card store. Of course, our friend Ivy at Booze Teak. A lot of great uh, geeky barware. Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, and of course the traditional stuff. All of that available. Open 11-ish to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 315 East Broadway in Salt Lake City. Go see Ivy. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Go and see our friends at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says, hey, you'll receive a special discount. They are open seven days a week. Black Velvet Boutique. And the Twin Suns Cafe. Be sure to make your reservation to attend the Twin Suns Star Wars-themed dinner on Saturday, May 25th at the cafe. And Chef Daniel wanted me to tell you that Memorial Day will be the last day for the cafe. Stay tuned for details regarding his new location. He wants to thank you a bunch. You folks are awesome. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. All right, once again, warning. You got maybe a half hour to jump out of this episode. Toward the end is where we get to our endgame spoiler section. You'll have plenty of warning, so no excuses. Go see Endgame and then join us in the discussion, all right? Please to enjoy. Yeah, welcome back to the basement. Woohoo! All right. Great. Now, just uh, just a heads up. Woo! Toward the end of this episode. No, don't do it. The full on. Huh? We're going to talk Endgame. Right. Spoil the shit out of it. But it's okay because... It's been like six weeks. The Russo's did it. And the Russo brothers, like last week, as we record this... Two weeks ago, yeah. ...said... Tough, it's over. Tough it's, shit. Yeah. It's, well, so really, the, 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 the block is over. Can you say, all should be saying thank you and supporting our Patreon. Right? Can I say do that I just... Do we have a Patreon? Yeah, we do. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just like that the Russo brothers came out and said that, because I've never seen a filmmaker or anyone or, or a creator do that. They say, didn't even wait two weeks, say, which was weird. And say, you know what, guys? Don't worry about spoilers anymore. Quit being babies. And well, I think well, it's because the Spider-Man the trailer. The Spider-Man trailer. Uh, yeah. well, that's, and, that's true. I didn't and, factor that and, into my um, thinking. You're right. But the thing is, I want to say... I want to say kudos to all the good people out there that really went out of their way yeah. to not spoil yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. In yeah. fact, you guys, I will say nine, eight, nine, and ten year olds that I associate with That's really cool. were like, No! Don't you say that! <laughs> no spoilers for Endgame! Oh, I'm nice. talking like little kids. It's That's been awesome. like like the I think it's been the, like the Greatest concerted effort uh, 
around a major motion picture that wasn't fucking <laughs> negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to, to to make sure that people had a pure uh, experience. It's true. With that I, I think the last time I saw it was for Mannequin 2. Yeah. Sure, because people like, didn't like, want what's going to happen? Like, kind yeah. of what's going to happen to happen to Hollywood? It Ooh. brought, it brought <laughs> the nation together, mannequins. I have to, really I have did. to say, in 2019, like it almost feels like uh, no spoilers is is kind of like the Eleventh Commandment, <laughs> like, unless you're on Twitter during Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. learn. But it, yeah, learn. don't start that shit up again. Or what we do in the shadows. Sorry, Frosty. Yeah, He's getting bigger. Mm. He's sorry. He's Shannon Barnson. I am fucking sorry. I am Shannon Barnson. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, you don't have any idea. Um, <laughs> I'm mildly happy on Wednesdays. Sure uh, you are. Lucky 13, 8 o'clock-ish. Sure you are. Do my pub quiz. You, you can win You win money. Well, sort of. Well, uh, lucky thirteen. Money. Not if Egg and I you know, show everybody, up. Everybody, uh, well, <laughs> you guys will win. I mean, if uh, Egg shows up, uh, ten bucks per person uh, to pay off your fucking tab. Uh, <laughs> food's good, great. Like honestly, I will say once again, one of the greatest goddamn staffs. Facts. Oh god, yeah. And a great, great owner. He's a great guy. Um, yeah, and that the, doesn't happen a lot in bars. No. Did when you the, when the glorious revolution comes, we probably won't line him up. No. Yeah. Did no. you hear uh, now about two two weeks ago since we were recording this one uh, that a guy just walked in there and did the challenge like and just, just fucking just did it, it. just so, walked in had you know what they make a big deal of it just went for lunch he goes I'm fucking I'll do it yeah so Wait, what's the, the challenge so there? the eating it, challenge at Lucky Thirteen it's a it's, double header it's, it is rough okay yeah. so the first one is it's this giant hamburger it's a big okay. Benny right big Benny Something it's got like. That. Five patties on it or yeah, something, a, and that's a few and, patties. And then the second, and then it's got the hot challenge too. Yeah, it's got their habanero paste hamburger, and you got to eat all the, that. The Ring of Fire. So Ring there's of, two hamburgers. Yeah, yeah but and, and then and, the fries. and then you have to eat all the fries, and they eat the plate. <laughs> right? It's ceramic. It's a... And then you have to fight a bear. That's one of the reasons I don't like their challenge. I believe there's quantity, and then I think there's like the, the heat, spice. The heat yeah, test. That's, like that's the, But it's both. I don't know if you remember a, co- a few years ago. It was so fucking gross. Oh, I was this there. Guy, yep. It was two weeks in a row on Wednesday at Pub Quiz. This guy shows up. He's like, I can do this. A fucking. Gets like halfway through. I think he got to the hot part. If you're eating your cubicle, actually, right, no, he wait, got, wait. I think he got through all the hand the, the hamburgers, was on the fries and fucking threw up. Oh, but here, wait, before but you say the next no, part, if you're eating your cubicle, yeah, stop. stop eating your yogurt now, right? <laughs> Karen, Karen, oh, no, uh, Karen's pissed. Uh, <laughs> he starts like eating his vomit, no, yeah. 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 But this is yeah. when the prize was like a thousand dollars. Yeah, he was going for What's it. What's the prize right? now? I think it's like two hundred bucks. They're like we're done <laughs> That's with too that. High, we can't have these weirdos. Because a lot of people like do it. Well, they had um, professionals come in, like yeah. Jeffy. Remember Jeffy? He was like, like promoting it. Jeffy was in love with this professional eater, this like little girl. I can't, can't remember what her name oh, yeah. was. And she showed up, and she demolished it. She demolished it, and Jeffy was just like, "Oh my god!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and she broke his heart. Yeah, of course. Because that's uh, what happened. But like, but then that guy that threw up, he came back the next week and he tried to do it again. I, I would have told him no. If I would have begged him no. He must so, have got. Anyway. He must have needed his rent paid or something. Thousand dollars. The last chance, guys. <laughs> come do the pub quiz. Don't do the challenge. This was before GoFundMe. Oh, and also uh, go on my uh, Amazon wish list. Yes. Search Shannon Barson. Buy some lightsabers. Did you find them? Yeah. Nice. Ten bucks. Do they get to choose the color? 
they get what they get. No. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but I, I don't want a red God. one, Mr. B. Oh, I'd want the red one. He wants the red one. Yeah. He's Jimmy Martin. Hey, watch me in KSL, Big Movie Mouth Talk, Read Me in Slug, and you're on Geek Show. Uh, at the end of this episode, yeah, the uh, cast and maybe the director, they said you kind of get one or the other, and I'll, I'll bring it up, but uh, of we'll, Aladdin. We'll know by the end Aladdin. of the episode. Yeah, because yes. as we record this, I don't, I haven't left yet. That mommy's <laughs> ruining my kid's childhood. I don't think it is, you know. Um, assholes. <laughs> but, uh, let's see, uh, Nassim Padred, is that how you say it? Do you never recognize her from Saturday Night Live? You've seen her before? Oh, I love her. Yeah. So, oh, I love her. So oh, I think. Wait, hold on, let me yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah. She's, oh, she's fantastic. She's hilarious. And she she was on that <laughs> alien abduction show with Wyatt Cenac. She was yeah. on. She was on uh, New Girl. Yes. Oh. She she married Winston. I've got a huge crush on her. She's also yeah. in Brooklyn Nine Nine. She played uh, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Andy's Andy uh, Sandberg's sister. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's anyway, really so, funny. So it's funny. The list is like you know you know you get uh, the the main cast like that, not Will Smith because apparently he's too good for it. Uh, but you get now the very bottom said Guy Ritchie who directed it. Or her. <laughs> Guy like, Ritchie directed Aladdin? Yeah. <laughs> With the new Aladdin that's... Co- yeah. yeah. What? Are you fucking kidding me? I, right yeah, now? I was the same way. What I the fuck? It. I had no idea until right now. I know why. Good, kids. Guys. Right there, see? Guy Ritchie. You know what? what? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know what makes sense? Huh. Guy Ritchie likes caravans. Uh, and in Aladdin, nice. you're guaranteed to get a caravan. I think what he has actually made... He likes is, I think movies, too. I think he's made a Bollywood movie. I think it's gonna be like a, Bolly, a Bollywood heist movie. I, I think it's gonna be like huge dance numbers and stuff like that. Well, I mean, that's what it, I'm I, excited. Can I be what honest? Is, I wasn't gonna go see it. Now I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, I'm. I I love Guy Ritchie. His yeah. Robin Hood was cool. Dude, his Robin. Robin. I mean King Arthur. Yeah, King Arthur. I like it. Dude, King, King Arthur, Arthur was, was badass. Good. I yep. enjoyed it. I sat like I sat and watched it. It was on what was it Stars or Showtime or whatever. And and I just was like, this wasn't bad at all. Really entertaining. I did the junket for it. I remember walking out. And, you know. I'd, People kind of mummer, you know, murmur among themselves with that. And I was like, dude, fuck you guys. This was good. I, <laughs> you know? had fun. I had a great time. And I remember it. you and Egg were watching. I think you borrowed my copy yeah. of it. And I walked in, and, you're like, and both you guys were like, this is really fucking good. Well, but I'm, I love King Arthur. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. but still, it's a great King Arthur film. So to see him take on Aladdin, if sure. I'm, if I'm choosing between Guy Ritchie and Nassim, I'm all in with Nassim. Yeah, I would take Nassim because I, I, I interviewed <laughs> Guy Ritchie for King Arthur. So <laughs> oh, I want to yeah. try somebody new. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, into <laughs> the episode. We'll see what you get. All right. That's cool. Stick around. It's uh, it's Woo-hoo. Celebrity Roulette. Woo! Uh, coming up. Uh, he's the producer and designated driver of the program. He is Quad T to tell Tony. Hey, check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony. Or every other week on the Gadget Spot, or every week on the Geek Show. All right. Recently made interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully it's getting more interesting. Actually, no. The, uh, with the uh, excitable with the James conventions shared that, and stuff. Share that time lapse of the, of the new logo that you guys are putting together. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was really really cool. Like I, I watched that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. No, he really does. It's pretty good. Like, excitable James came by my house and and gave me a tutorial and everything that I'm trying to put together for my stuff. And nice. It's, it's great. So love that guy. He got a tutorial. He's Jay Whitaker. Got a tutorial. It, I was using Mavis Beacon uh, typing uh, tutorial, uh, so now I can type <laughs> 80 words per minute. Mavis Beacon no, teaches that's typing. Cut. That's a deep cut. I knew I knew someone at this table would get that. The teacher. Yeah, the teacher, of course. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Whitaker. How you doing? Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good morrow. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the, uh, the Dry Bar Comedy Tour. Please check me out at the following dates. I'll be in Ohio uh, Wednesday, May 22nd, I'll be in Toledo at the Funny Bone. And then Cleveland, Ohio, I'll be at the Hilarities May 23rd, May 24th at the Tiger Room in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. And then June 4th, Dallas, Texas, Plano, Texas, June 5th, Lubbock, 
Texas. Go to tour.drybarcomedy.com. Follow me on Instagram at it's Jay Whitaker. And then check me out at bionic.nutrition on Instagram as well. They keep me nice and fit on the road. They've been kind of helping me out with uh, my, 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 my meal plans and, and making sure I stay fit because the road is lonely and full of snacks. Peace. <laughs> the road is lonely. <laughs> no, for, no, it's like, all it's, about it's the road. Fucking, it's so full of snacks. There's so much There's shit that they just snacks. make to eat. I was in Birmingham, Alabama, and they got a sweet tea fried chicken sandwich. Oh. What the fuck? Fuck you. Was okay. It, was it, it was good? So good. Okay. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. We don't know if we should celebrate or not. That's, that's all just, I want to know. Nothing, that's nothing I can eat. Like, <laughs> like, no, it is that, literally the, nothing the south, the south, all its food is like based Delicious. on a dare. Yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah, it, it's based Bet on. Bet you a can't dare. fry this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bet you can't put moonshine in that. Yes, I can. Watch, <laughs> fucker. Watch I'm, me. I'm gonna fry this moonshine. Don't tell me up. how to live, you fucking yeah. libtard. Most, most, most of their politics are based on a dare too. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you you can't completely obliterate women's reproductive rights. Oh, watch me. You fucking watch, buddy. Hold my, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. I bet you can't alienate all them Hollywood taps are coming out to shoot movies in our backyard. Oh, you watch but me. You better. You well, better shut up, little I, I, I did that yesterday. I, don't go back to the old episodes where I say which state I'm really from. It's uh, Rhode Island. Just don't. Yeah, that's that's it. It. <laughs> he is thoroughly from Rhode Island. Well, Lee George Cade is never going to the South. I really am probably not. He is George Cade. Why not? There are some good things down there. There are some things. It's it's funny because Austin. They got they got okra. Work is starting to look like I might have to travel a little bit. Oh yeah, that's I have a potential to go to Spain. In August, which could happen. Uh, Northern Spain, it's cider, it's cider season. Oh, so it is. I'll probably nice. be hitting that, which Spania? would be nice. Uh, when, and I might have to go to Indianapolis, which is not quite the south. So um, Indianapolis. But it's, it's been kind of cool, bleeding cool. One thing I never thought I would ever have to say is, sorry, guys, I'm busy with upfronts this week. Whoa. Wow. Look at you. This coming week, I'm busy with upfronts. <laughs> I didn't even know what upfronts were. <laughs> Prior to last week, now, could you tell us? Uh, upfronts are when all the studios get together and say, "Here, we're gonna we're gonna do the upfronts to tell you what shows are being renewed." You so, just like used last night, the word to describe the word, How do right? I, what does I, that so mean? So that's like last night. Last night was ABC's upfronts, and ABC said we're renewing. Uh, we're, we're reworking NYPD Blue because we didn't like the way that the Andy Sipowitz died, and we're NYPD Blue. Uh, yeah, they're relaunching. They're NYPD bringing Blue. it back. Yeah. Yeah, and Andy Sipowitz's character Ooh, is his son is the main character, huh. and so here's how you find out <laughs> they couldn't get Dennis Franz for the full season. Well, yeah. So, so I, is Dennis Franz still alive? Yeah, but this I, is how I'm blown. I don't want to see his ass. Up I don't want to see. I don't want to see his ass back then. I still uh, think about that. Upfronts is when you find out about these shows. Okay. Like last night at eleven o'clock at night, they announced that the Goldbergs have been renewed for another season. Oh, yeah. okay. so, so that's what that's about. You're saying they tell you upfront what's happening, right? So next week, next you, week you is, are a detective. Next week is NBC and Universal, and a lot of the shows that I cover on NBC oh, and Universal. Okay, yeah. So if you want to see all the upfronts of well, what's getting renewed for next year, well, you, check you, out my articles on Bleeding Cool. You know I, the one that we need to know about. Deadly class. Yes. Get with it, sci-fi. Yeah. Yes. Dennis Farina's ass scarred me in the fourth grade. How do I apply for a job there? At the Deadly Class? No, at the, at the Bleeding Cool. <laughs> well, you do it like I did it. How? Wait a minute. You apply. You, you say, hey, can I write? And they say, well, I don't know, can, can you? Can you? <laughs> and then you send them some samples of your writing. Okay, I'll write some stuff. You should, you should, write, a, you should, write, you should do drink con. You I think should, we, should all, write about we should all write film reviews, but each pick a year from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 have, I have 1987 covered on Deadly Class. I get, not, I get 89. Okay. I'll get 84. 
six. I'll go eighty-five. Year I was born. I'll take eighty. Ooh, <laughs> that means you get Gandhi. Oh, <laughs> where were, where were I'll, about, take, I'll take nineteen twelve. Where are you about to say, Kerr? I not Dennis Farina, Dennis Franz. Dennis Franz, <laughs> but, <laughs> but both of their asses. Oh yeah, Dennis. Fr- oh, Dennis Franz from uh, Snatch. Yeah. yeah, both of their asses. Have we, would, would have, we, you. have we introduced everyone? It wouldn't, it wouldn't pay what you so. want it to pay, except for so. Kerry. I don't except think our host. Well, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh. He doesn't have Dennis Farina or Dennis Franz's ass. No. Oh. But I do have a Cabbage Patch doll. But he also has Lou Ferrigno's ass. ass. <laughs> does, it, does it look the same? <laughs> Looks just like a Cabbage Patch doll's ass. Um, does it have your name tattooed on it? It's a little it stitch. It's <laughs> got uh, a little stitch in your ass. <laughs> Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, <laughs> x96.com. All right. Uh, let's see. Now, let, this is this is very exciting. This, oh, and you're adopted, too. Oh, and. <laughs> told you. Oh, he is that, a cabbage patch. You are a living cabbage patch. I am. Look, right down to... Uh, and it's weird, because yeah. when, his wa- when his mom went to pick him up at the baby store, she had to fight another <laughs> lady for him. <laughs> Can't decide if I want to see the stitch. That other lady was never seen again. She got trampled. No, yeah. Uh, okay, this is very He's exciting. Like, Shut the fuck up. This is no. This is very exciting. <laughs> I'm very excited to tell you about this new project from Ro- Roland Emmerich. Ooh. Okay. Oh God. That, Let's see what turd is he dropping. Oh, you're gonna love this. You lost me at Roland. <clears throat> you're gonna love this. He's gonna direct a new sci-fi disaster movie. Oh, of course. Oh, he good, is. good, good, good. Day after tomorrow wasn't enough. In which <laughs> the moon is knocked from its orbit and sent on a collision course towards Earth. So naturally, a ragtag team launches a last-dish minute mission to the moon, hoping to, to solve up. the mystery and save the Earth from Armageddon. Wait a minute. No, you annihilation. Oh, annihilation. Oh, okay. <coughs> but you can't blow what up the, the moon. What the fuck are they gonna do? Blow no, up the fucking no, moon? No, no, no. What you have to do is put a, like a rope on the back of a shuttle and then r- r- go around the moon and lasso it and take it back. That makes. <laughs> but total if you do sense. that, you have to be really careful to turn off the thrusters at the right minute. You might make the moon to start spinning the other direction, Ooh. which means that you might actually reverse his. And you is could it, save Lois Lane. Is the soundtrack going to be by Aerosmith? <laughs> well, I know this. I know this, Shannon. I don't want to miss a thing. Hey, as long as there's, as long as there's like a really. I think I like this version better. Yes. As long as there's an inappropriate scene with animal crackers, I'm okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't get the rights. They're going to use the frosted ones with the sprinkles. So look for Moonfall with a soundtrack from uh, Aerosmith and starring... (laughs) starring, Is Steven Tyler here? Starring Bruce Willis. Uh, it'll be. Is it really pop. starting? No. Okay. <laughs> just that sounds like shit. Let me just say, this movie. sounds like a, from, a Bruce Willis movie nowadays. God damn it! He's gonna make like three million dollars, and I make I make five dollars every three let weeks. Me, let me just say this: from a physics perspective, there's nothing anyone on Earth could do if the moon was going to fall oh. into the Earth. Yeah, we just, just the all only start the only way they're gonna stealing. yeah the only way they're gonna solve this in the movie is if they <laughs> introduce aliens. That's just, the only listen, thing. I'm telling you right now, between the power of Aerosmith and Roland Emmerich, <laughs> we will find. I already a way. know who's gonna fix it. I'm telling you, man. I already know who's gonna fix it. Who? Well, he's he's been talking about it all this week. Lex Luthor's been talking about how he's gonna save the Earth. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Be- Bezos. Oh, he's going to go to the moon first. Now, Bezos is going to the moon, yeah. but he's also building colonies that orbit the planet so that we can restore planet Earth to its pristine park-like state. Well, oh, my God. He's gonna, he, wait, is he going to gentrify Earth? No, he's he's, <laughs> he's literally... Fucking no, gentrifying he's, Earth. No, 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 he's going to gentrify he's the gentr- orbit. Yeah, he's gentrifying the Earth's the dude, orbit. The dude has gone... Stop it! The dude has gone full... Stop, no. 
He's gone full fucking Luthor. Yeah, he really has. We're gonna live in. We're gonna be living in one of those movies where like all the rich well, people live in space. What if I'm I hoping, go to though, space uh, and there's a goddamn tanning salon, there, no, you guys, I'm gonna lose my shit. There is one way that you can make sure people can get to those uh, those orbital colonies faster, though. It's called a space elevator, and the best part about it is sometimes you can love in an elevator. Lift space it up. In an elevator. while you're going down. Is that another Aerosmith reference? Yeah. Yes, it was. Well done. And if this my is throat an all hurt. Aerosmith episode. You know hey, what? guys, give Tony points for that. It wasn't Nickelback, and he knew it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm here all week. I'm just saying, if you fuck, fuck you, Bezos. If you're trying <laughs> to gentrify the Earth's orbit, dream on. But it's going to dream on. Exactly. <laughs> dream on. Hey, another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I shouldn't know this music. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk this way. Dude, you look really nice today. Almost like a lady. Oh, <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> Anybody, no one. No deep cuts. Anyone? I don't know Can any Aerosmith songs because the only Aerosmith I ever listened to is driving around with Carrie. Oh, that's living on the edge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of living on the edge, remember that time that Janie had a gun? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it was uh. fucking. That one felt forced. That was really scary. That you felt forced. Idiot. That didn't work. I don't like that He's one. trying to gentrify the Earth's orbit. Oh, my God. I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that. You guys need to come together. Oh, my God. Oh. Right now. Well, right now. That's Beatles. Don't that's the Beatles. Over me? Yeah. Technically Beatles. Yeah. But they uh, they did it. They did. Yeah. They did. Mm. They had a hit with it. Right, I didn't say it was good. Okay, this bit's done. <laughs> I declared this bit dead. Nice. Until we think of something. <laughs> something <else. laughs> All right. Uh, let's see uh, the uh, oh yes the uh, we're talking about the uh, uh, Disney TV shows they they now own a, a majority stake in Hulu yeah right and that's where they're going to be throwing a lot of their adult uh, comic book based stuff to, to keep the Disney Plus family friendly yeah and, then and freeform wait, wait, wait. so right? wait so Disneyland is or no Disney's merging with Hulu. They, well, they, they have well, the, so, they, Dis, so Disney already owned thirty percent of Hulu, but Fox and then owned, Fox so. owned another thirty percent. So they got that in the deal. Yeah. And, and Disney I, basically I, said, I "Resistance a, is futile. You I, will join your individual." Yeah, yeah, I read a rumor they want to buy the other. The they, other they're going to try. You guys, it's, uh, at, it's AT and T. I, I think it's Comcast. It's Comcast. That's NBC. So. Which is, yeah, NBC's like on there. Yeah. At this point, I, I might as well just cancel my Spotify account because with Hulu, you get Spotify or vice versa. Oh, really? Yeah, like yeah. So it's just like. Okay. I feel like my Spotify account will just because because my get me Disney Plus too. I've been stealing. Maybe? I've been stealing my friend Chris's Spotify. So once I <laughs> once I get the Hulu going, I'll just have my own. Uh, but they're so they're doing some Marvel shows, live action shows, TV shows for adults we'll and Moon Knight, and uh, I wish uh, maybe because no, but you get something fucking fantastic. Two that I'm honestly, <laughs> well, one I'm not surprised. One I am surprised. Uh, Ghost Rider. Gabriel oh, Luna. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Same oh, guy. The second one. Yeah, nice. Same guy. Well, there's yep. the thing. There's the thing about Ghost Rider, is it? It is Gabriel Luna. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to be the same Ghost Rider. Now, I see that to me is confusing. That's you're, weird. Like you're casting he, the same actor, but not doing the Shield he, version of Ghost Rider. So wait, it's the same it actor is, playing Ghost Rider? It's, but a, he's, yeah. it's the same actor. It's Robbie Reyes, which means he'll be in a car. I bet but it's fairly stupid. similar. But it won't be the Shield Ghost Rider. They're, I, think they're, I, think they're, I think they're just trying to say it's not in the Shield universe. It, I mean, it may, well, it may well, also. I guess everything's supposed well, to be. It may in that also universe, be since know. since we know from and spoiler alert on this, we know from the Far From Home trailer that there's a multiverse. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so you go. Well, it's, it's coming up. They're yeah. coming up. 
Uh, but mm. then the other show, this mm. one, this this one, one really surprised me, Carrie. This one surprised me. This is me. a deep, deep cut. Very deep cut because uh, I remember. <laughs> It's funny because, you know, I brought home some comic books one day from, from Frank's Pharmacy in Payson. Mm. And uh, Mom looked at them and said, well, Spider-Man, yeah. Ghost Rider, that bothers me, but I don't know. Yeah. But Son of Satan? Son of Satan. <laughs> Damon, what's his name? Damien, Damien Hellstrom. 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 Yeah. Uh, it is going to be called Hellstrom. Um, and he is, in fact, the son of Satan. Uh, and, good for him. And they're going to have the daughter, too, <laughs> Satana. Yeah. My dad's yeah. so mean. Wait, wait. You can't. Santana? S- Santana? I love this music. Yeah, Santana. Like you, just, you just ran out of ideas or some so, shit? Well, it was the well, 70s. Yeah. We really liked cocaine. Like, <laughs> Damien like, Damien is like, okay, maybe, maybe. Oh, oh, oh speaking of Satan, Carrie. What mm-hmm. happened to Karen? Have you uh, have you started season four of Lucifer on the Netflix? Not yet. I Guess was what? doing Star Trek. Yes. Guess what? What? Not being on a network has really invigorated that show. I've always liked that show. I've always liked that show too. Yeah. But don't you think? Don't you think Satan would swear a little? I think most shows do thrive when they're not on a network. Don't you think Satan would show his ass a little more? Don't you think he's got a well turned ass? He does. He really well, you does. You see his ass now? Oh yeah. Yo, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm watching I, it. I, there's there's some there's some mild uh, mildly not network friendly profanity and a lot more of his ass. I, I'm, is I'm it down. as good as Dennis Fittichini's? Well, I, is it better than Dennis Franz? Dennis oh, yeah, Franz's yeah, yeah. ass and NYPD. I still, I still can't unsee it. I uh, walked in on my mom watching that when I was a kid, and it's worse than walking in on your parents. Yeah, sex. the Flash was on that show. He used to smack his bare ass too. Well, oh, the uh, <laughs> thing is, though, I I sat next to uh, Tom. Uh, what's his name? Lucifer. Tom Lucifer. Yeah, Tom Lucifer. I I <laughs> did that panel at Fanex. Yeah, between the two of them, and uh, I hated being there. Yeah, because he's. He's good looking. He's really handsome. He's smart. He's, he's really smart. Funny. He's really funny. And yeah, so I hated him. So you're like, <laughs> I hate that there's somebody else just like me. Yes, that's exactly exactly. Yeah. exactly it. Uh, but here was the thing. Here was the thing. Back to my comic book pile that, you, that my mom was going through. She had a problem with the Son of Satan title. I didn't bother telling her how Ghost Rider got his powers, you know, from, right. the, from the devil. Yeah. Uh, because you know, she just thought it was a guy on a motorcycle. Room, room. But she made me take the Son of Satan comic back. Um, <laughs> you had to return it? I had to return it. Did you read it on the way? No. <laughs> what? My one the regret fuck? in life. <laughs> Not reading that I'll comic. I'll go back and read it. Did they actually back. take back the comic? Yeah. They Are said, you going to go back to Payson and get it? It you, was simpler times. They said, okay, you can go trade it for something else. So I got it. Avengers or something. Are you going to go back to Shit, you should have just done that for all your comics. It's just got it for a price of one. My mom says I can't have these. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't like comics very much, does she? Jesus Christ. Sadly, Frank's Pharmacy is a restaurant now. Frank's Um, restaurant? Yeah. They still have the comics better? (laughs) But uh, yeah, they're doing The Son of Satan on Hulu. So uh, I hope Dana Carvey's in it. Um, I will say that goddamn Cloak and Dagger show is so So fucking good. I got to start season two. Season two is really, really fun. Season one was good. I got to start season two. I'm not caught up. Season two, they're starting to get their stride yeah you know i was they're starting to figure out their powers more and hmm. you know i was hesitant of cloak and dagger to to begin with because just the idea that a black man need a white girl to live just (laughs) just they don't do that in the show no i know but in the that's why i was like yeah yeah yeah, it's like he basically needs that white girl to fucking survive and i'm like you see how she dresses in the comic i get it but i mean like it's (laughs) 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 that helped me live i get it (laughs) Yeah, now my pants are chafing. That'll wake you up in the morning. But it's just like Is that your navel? I just I just didn't like that. And so but then I watched it and I was like, all right, this is this is actually pretty cool. So I I like it. Mm -hmm. I I, I try not to focus on um, Cloak's voice too much though. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got this kind of 
Is that high pitch like this? No, it's like a. <laughs> no. Hey, Dagger, let's go no, find some crabs. Is it Chris Tucker now? <laughs> he's got this. He's got hey, this kind of. Let's go find some crabs. No, he's he's got this kind of. Tandy. Oh. He sounds <laughs> really. He, he sounds kind of like this, like Gomer Pyle. I didn't <laughs> notice that at all. It's like he, he does, he's Tandy. You've got to stop being bad, Matt. Tandy. Did you just ruin Cloak and Dagger for me? I may have. <laughs> he, he goes, oh my god, I can't unhear I'm, it. No. <laughs> right? No, it's true though. Like when he was Tandy. like with his, uh, his love interest was yeah, like, yeah. she's like, "What the fuck? You came to talk to my mom about voodoo? <laughs> and he, I thought you were dead for three months." He's like. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tandy. Great. God damn it. I, sorry. I, I, I can't Another show. Sorry. Ruined. Didn't mean Son to. of Satan. Good God. Son of Satan. Son of Satan. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to do some broken news. Ooh. And then after the broken news, we're going to talk about the Forbush man. We are. We're going to assemble and talk about Endgame full of spoilers. So be here. After these messages, we'll be right back. Keep it Tandy. Well, let's see what's happening at uh, Dr. Volt's this month, the month of May. Uh, this month, Marvel brings you the most savage, most unkillable team of characters that the Marvel Universe has ever assembled. Wolverine, Venom, Elektra, Punisher, and in their midst, Conan the Barbarian? Be sure to check out Savage Avengers. Evil is winning, and our heroes will fail us. The carnage starts here as the bad guys take center stage in The Year of the Villain, the most treacherous event in DC Comics history. An alliance of dark forces from across the Ten Realms threaten to conquer Earth. Will the combined might of the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, and Wolverine be enough to save the Earth? Marvel's big summer event continues, War of the Realms. Dr. Volts is open seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. They're open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. On June 11th, they're hosting a free sex education class from 7 to 9 p.m. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Booze Teak is your summer wine and tiki cocktail accessory emporium featuring geeky barware with your favorite Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC Comics, Doctor Who, drink-making essentials. You'll love the Stormtrooper decanter, Chewbacca can cozies, Captain America pint glasses, and Harley Quinn bottle openers, plus more traditional wine, beer, and cocktail accessories for entertaining. Open 11-ish to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 315 East Broadway in Salt Lake City. And if you're attending RuPaul's Dragon Con, look for booth 1519 or see them at the Utah Pride Festival. Go visit the Booze Teak booth and say hey. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at TwinSunsCafeSLC.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. 
broken news. Welcome to it. All right. Now, again, warning. This is our endgame spoiler episode. Spoil the shit out of it. And that's coming up. Not yet. After the news. That's when we'll get started. So you've got plenty of warning, plenty of time. I don't want any complaints. <sighs> All right. There still will be. There will be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know I'm kidding myself. Also, stay till the end for uh, Jimmy interviewing uh, some of the people who worked on the Aladdin movie, you know, including Aladdin and Jasmine. Ah. Mina Massoud and Naomi Scott. Also going to interview Alan Menken, the composer. Yeah, that guy's and famous. Very. And Guy Ritchie. It's still weird to me that Guy Ritchie made that movie. Yeah, I know, right? You know? Okay. All right, that's what I'm sure Jimmy will get into it. Because uh, that was that was his big question when he left here and said, yeah, if I get Guy Ritchie, I got to ask him, what the hell? <laughs> right? What is he thinking? Went from lock, stock, and two smoking barrels to... Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Also, a quick reminder before we get into uh, everything uh, that our friends from uh, the Watchtower, their Kickstarter uh, for moving is uh, well underway. They are almost 40% at where they need to that. be. Yeah. So go to uh, Kickstarter and look for Moving Watchtower Coffee and Comics. Comes right up. You can donate there. All right. Good people. Help they, them out. Yes. Corey and Tui, we love them. All right, let's get to it. The big news. Oh. Now, I was at a party last night, and I had eight people. I want to say eight people mm-hmm. come up and ask me separately. So what do you think of Robert Pattinson as Batman? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, A, it's not official. It's not. He's not signed anything yet. Yeah. It's still in talks. And he's an actor. So there's that. B, he is an actor. Um, and here's God's honest truth. I can't say because I have not seen anything that he's been in. That's me, dude. That is an honest answer. I've not seen anything that he's done. Not even the Harry Potter. Uh, I haven't seen any of the Twilight movies. Yeah. I've, I've not seen any of his independent stuff and he's getting a lot of raves for this independent stuff. That's what I've seen. But like, seriously, I'm I'm with you. I'm like, I've never seen him in anything. So I don't know. So I don't know. But like, I, I put out a, um. God, there's this great, it's kind of like The Onion, but it's called The Hard Times. Yeah. And uh, they put out an article, they're, they're just so fast. They put out an article on, I think, Friday. Yeah, because it, 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 it was floated like late Thursday night. Yeah. And it was said, um, grown man, uh, uh, grown man still extremely angry about a um, vampire movie for Teenage girls. <laughs> Ten years ago. You know, and he, and he writes, how the fuck can they fuck up Batman? You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen anything that he's done, so yeah. I, I have no opinion. And, and also, keep this in mind, I honestly think that this is the film company just kind of floating it out there to see what people will think. Yeah. I, this well, may not even be for real. But, like, but he's a fucking actor. Like, yeah, he got offered a job ten years ago. Yeah. And, he's, and his agent was probably like, oh, this is probably going to be a big hit. Yeah. You want to get rich, kid? And and on the you geek, know? if you go on the Geek Show Twitter feed and scroll down quite a bit, I tweeted out, nobody hates the Twilight movies more than Robert Pattinson. Right. And it's a series of, of, of interviews that he, you know, where he kind of coyly lets people know I wasn't crazy about the whole thing. And that maybe that character was a psychopath. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like the same thing with Heath Ledger, right? Yeah, we also. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't. 
again, because I had not seen Heath Ledger right. in anything, I I but, had no frame of reference. The, I did. This I did has been see going on forever, though. Guys, yeah. like even remember when Michael Keaton Michael was Keaton <laughs> was like, Batman, Mister Fucking Mom, Mister Mom. Yeah. yeah. It, well, and they hated Batfleck too, and I and I liked him. I liked him fine as Batman. Yeah. I thought he was great. You know. I, oh well. So show us what you got. Yeah, he is forever known as Patman now. <laughs> oh jeez. So there he is. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Sometime this week, it'll either be you know pulled or made official or yeah. something. Yeah, deal with it. It's just a fucking movie, right? Yeah, you'll be fine. So I'm just starting to feel about things now. You know? Well, I mean, and it's funny because we, you know, at the time of this recording for Broken News, uh, tonight is the Game of Thrones finale. Oh God, yeah. And oh, Jesus Christ, and, man! Oh my God! <laughs> if you signed that petition, you're a jackass, and you know. <laughs> and and we even talked about it on the radio show, and yeah. someone texted in and says, we're not trying to change it, we're just trying to make a statement. And I'm like, you know how you make a statement? You don't watch it. You don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, but they will. Yeah, they will. And they'll bitch tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. You know, if you're so upset, don't watch it. Man, could you imagine yeah. the petition that uh, Shakespeare would have had to sign about... Jesus. You would have got about Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> It's about teenage suicide. Yeah. I don't think that it's amusing. You know. I don't think it fits with the characters. Yes, I don't think Juliet would have done that. <laughs> I don't mm. know, man. I was just like, all right. It's a like I was just. I thought it was fun watching that dragon just torch everything. Oh yeah, I mean, you know? and Lee has got a great. I wish that Lee was here. I asked him to be here, and he just couldn't make it. He's got a great article on Bleeding Cool that he wrote that uh, talked about just this very thing. And it makes comparisons to, you know, as, as older geeks, we have more perspective than, than the younger ones. And, guess, and huh? you know, We've been because, through the shit, Because man. we lived through the trial of the Incredible Hulk. We saw all that <laughs> shit, you know. Uh, and we're here to tell you, you know, it's not as bad as you think. Right. All right? <laughs> hey, I'm a, I have not had one problem with it. Well, except, you know, the one episode was too dark. Yeah. Just aesthetically, I didn't. Other than that, yeah, <laughs> I did like squinting for an hour and a half. Yeah, you know, I, but I, I what the fuck? It's a she's the descendant of a crazy evil king. And again, by the time that this is released, everyone will have known and seen it. So yeah, we're know. we're talking before it. And well, they've seen everybody bitching on the internet too. So there's yeah. you know there's no. And then of course. Uh, it was also made official this week, and boy, that timing from Lucasfilm. <laughs> Uh, in a move that I'm sure everyone will have no opinion about, uh, it's announced that uh, the first Star Wars film after Rise of Skywalker, which is yeah. the one that J.J.'s putting out in December, will be from the <laughs> the Game of Thrones showrunners. <laughs> Again, Lucasfilm, the, the timing that you get on the internet. Ask Pablo Hidalgo before you yeah. do things. You know, he might let you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Benioff and, uh, and Weiss. But they will be writing and producing why, the why new Star Wars Why are they Star taking Wars all the shit? I don't know. George, why isn't George R.R. R. Martin getting any shit? Because the books weren't finished and all they had to go from was notes and so they ruined everything. And I'm like, but they talked to George I'm all sure the time. I'm sure that George R.R. R. was like, oh, and then she's going to go batshit crazy. Yeah. that's. I'm. This is not, it's not as though they just went, fuck you, George, we're doing yeah. our own thing. Right? This is what George, anyway. Well, so, I actually saw it like, 
Yeah. Uh, an interview with George R.R. R. Martin before the season started. He mm-hmm. goes, I don't know why everyone's so excited. You're all going to hate it. He said that? Yeah. He's like, you're going to not like it. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> Find that. Find that. I just want to pass that around the internet. Here, you assholes. He's like, all the people you really like are going to die. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that, that was that was an interesting announcement. And uh, like I said, go read Lee's article on Bleeding Cool about this. And then I got this uh, letter from uh, Brenda Mateos. Uh, dear Geek Show boys, I've been listening for a very long time. My listener and I come to a lot of your events, uh, uh, send you know, a lot of photos with you. I'm writing to you guys for the first time, mostly to share my thoughts on this Game of Thrones fiasco as we have one final episode. So I got this this week. Smoking some meat for it right now. Yep. Game of Thrones has been one of the few things I've had in common with my coworkers. They're all mostly conservative, so our views and interests are very different. We're fairly enthusiastic about the show and had many conversations about the theories and all of that. Seems to resonate with people. Uh, the last season has been an obviously divisive season for the internet, and people seem to be getting too heated over it. About everything. I will admit I was frustrated with some of the writing this season. It did feel rushed, and some of the character arcs seemed to be jumbled. However, I was not mad the certain character story arc that many others were mad about because it made the most sense for this character. But I was a bit annoyed at some of the missed opportunities for the character's development in their arc. However, I read Lee's article in Bleeding, uh, Bleeding Cool and agreed with his assessment. And then I read Jimmy's post on his Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, go to that one, too, which fired a few people up. But it made me take a step back. How fair is it to criticize the whole show just because it may not be ending the way we all want it to? The few missteps in the season do not take away from an otherwise very well-done series. The limitations on budget and time may have been set by people above Benioff and Weiss, and thus affecting some of the quality of the last season. Nevertheless, they have given us eight seasons of mostly great stuff. Storytelling that brought about many fun conversations, not just with co-workers, but with family, friends, and even strangers. For those who think these writers had, had it easy relying on the books, the stories deviated from the books a couple of seasons ago. And though they worked with George, they still had to improvise heavily. Sansa's storyline, for example, deviated from the books significantly, and I personally think they did a fantastic job on her. Uh, this is great. Mm-hmm. This hasn't been completely perfect, but is anything completely perfect? It could just be that the ending of such an iconic series is just bringing out many emotions, and we're just sad to have this piece of work go. Right. As Jimmy said, if you don't like this ending, write your own, and then let others completely tear it apart. (laughs) Or just complain about it on the internet. For the rest of us, we'll just enjoy this last episode of an incredible series. Thank you, boys, for being the voices of reason. Sincerely, Brenda Mateo. So there you go. Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. Mm. It's not like, I mean, yeah, maybe there's a couple weird things in this season, but it's not. God, think about some shows that just completely went to shit. Yeah. Think about Lost. Oh. Think about, uh, 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 what, uh, that last episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> Come on. Which I didn't hate. I did, but. Uh, you know, I didn't hate it, yeah. but, uh, you know. <clears throat> I remember there. I threw a lawn chair into the, you know, into the road <laughs> after that. Seinf- no, like, to, like to Heroes. Yeah, Heroes is a good example. That Holy show went completely shit. off the rails. Right. Uh, people complained about the last episode of Seinfeld. I thought it was fine because okay. it brought everything back. Full circle, right? You know. But yeah, it's, and also so. it's just a show. Yeah, then there's that. Um, and you can go back and you can rewatch mm-hmm. Sweet Little Daenerys. Yes, you can. You know? You know, although she was never always Sweet Little Daenerys if you watch the show closely. Right. You know? She didn't really have a problem with her brother getting gold poured over his head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> she was nasty 
and then flirted with being good because of the Jon Snow influence, but she's a Targaryen and there you go. Yeah, That's, right? You know. So anyway. She started to believe her own press is what happened. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but anyway, so let's let's move on. Um, we, I, st- I can't yes. believe you haven't brought up the big thing. What big it finally th- happened. What big thing? What? Endgame passed uh, Avatar. Oh, it did? Yeah. I didn't see that. I I, I, did, yeah. I, I haven't looked at the computer for a couple of hours. Did yeah, that it, just, it just barely happened right before I oh, left the house. Oh, wonderful. Isn't that great? Wonderful. I, I can't, I was telling Egg when I was leaving, I was like, I can't believe I care this much. I don't know why I care about that too, now that I think about yeah. it. Now that I process it in my head, I'm like, why did I care so much about that? Because it's just a shitty movie. <laughs> I don't care. All yeah, right. it's right here. It says, uh, Screen Rant's got it. Oh, Avengers go. Endgame passes Avatar at domestic box office. Oh, at domestic box office. Yeah. I would have thought worldwide it would have been long before that. Right, but well, hey. I think everybody ran out to go and see the uh, see the movie before this episode is put out. That's, <laughs> That's what, what it is? They rushed out. We pushed it over the top, They went, huh? Geek Show's going to do their <laughs> thing. We, we'd better rush out and see it before they do the spoiler episode. Uh, also, uh, Disney has officially taken over Hulu. It is uh, Disney is in full operational control. Saw that. Uh, so one more tick. Yep, one more. We own it all. <laughs> uh, buy the White House. I wish they would. And I had so many people going, oh, here it is, the corporate. And I'm like, calm the fuck down. Yeah. All right, first of all, there's going to be plenty of other streaming services out there that you can go to if you there's hate too Disney. Many. And secondly, this is a good thing because this is where we're getting our adult Marvel shows. Exactly. This is the most likely place you will get the Moonlight t- a Moon Knight TV series. More like, I, I don't know anything about that. I'm just saying. Shit, they might put that stuff on Freeform. But, Cloak and uh, Daggers is pretty... Cloak and Daggers is pretty grown up. Yeah. And that's on Freeform, and it's pretty good. I like it. Um, you said you're a little bit behind, but they're really going more into the in the comics. Remember how uh, Cloak takes people inside of him? Yes, they're finally doing that. Yeah. And, the, and there's this mysterious place inside of him yeah. where people, once they get swallowed in, they live. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really surprised that they're doing that show. And, and free, like, on Freeform, and it's pretty grown up. That's... They're seriously two of my favorite characters. I always loved them when they would show oh, yeah? up in uh, Spider-Man. Hmm. And I read their mini-series and their series-series. I uh, That was my introduction to them, was yeah. through Spider-Man. and yeah. uh, They were, well, hell. <laughs> anyway. Uh, now there's, uh, back to the D.B. Weiss and David Benioff I think, working on the Star Wars movies. Um, Is it going to be Dragon Cannon? No. Uh, uh, it's possible that it's a trilogy getting off the ground. We don't know. Uh, their schedules you know, might have something to do with why it's just, anything else is speculation. Just let's just be honest with it. Uh, anything that you have in your head is, is speculation at this point as to what they are going to do. So just let it happen. All right. Who knows? Maybe they'll surprise you. Well, they did. They made a bunch of good shit. They did. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give them a chance. And I do think, know. I think they got rushed. Because I will agree with one yeah. thing, you know. But They might have. Or maybe they just want to be done. It could be. <laughs> or they're just sick of hanging out with <laughs> RR. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is interesting news. Because as you know, I one of my guilty pleasures, I enjoy the Saw movies. Yeah. I we watched them all in a row and loved them. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Maybe there's something wrong with me. But um, they're getting a remake reboot. Right. All this. because Chris Rock is a fan of the Saw movies. <laughs> so weird. 
it's so it's so funny because you know they're out uh, talking John Wick three and 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 one of the people ask about Saw it came up somehow, uh, but here it is when Chris Rock came to us and described in chilling detail his fantastic vision, what reimagines and spins off the world of the Jigsaw Killer. We were all in, according to Lionsgate's. Uh, so it's like his idea. Yeah. Joe Drake is, is the guy who's saying this. Uh, this upcoming film will still be as mind-bending and as intense as the previous Saw films. Chris conceived this idea, and it will be completely reverential to the legacy of the material while reinvigorating the brand with his wit, creative vision, and passion for this horror series. He says, I've, and they got a hold of Chris Rock, he said, I've been a fan of Saw since the first film in 2004. That's so crazy, dude. And so they, they said, you got an idea for this? Sure, come on in. Let's talk. It's Chris Rock, for God's sake. Uh, he wants to put his own spin on the Saw franchise in the way that Eddie Murphy put a completely fresh perspective on buddy cop films in 48 hours. This new Saw is going to be an event film in the making for horror fans, so we can't wait to get started. Huh, okay. So that's how it went down. It's uh, A celebrity said, I like this thing, and that thing. Speaking of John Wick. Yes. I went and saw that on Tuesday with uh, Jimmy and, and Jen. And? Oh, Jen didn't go. Um, it, fucking bonkers. Really? Have you not seen any I'm of not, them? Have you? I've not seen any of the John Wick. I need to You'll sit like down him. and watch You'll, the first two. But like Sue watched the first one and she said I need to see it. Um I don't know how many he must have killed five thousand people in that movie. It's just so, insane. So I, I do need to see the first two then, because yeah. apparently it builds up. Yeah. All right. Um like he's he's just killing the whole time. Just running and killing. Running and killing. <laughs> it's so well, good. You had me at Halle Berry with this one. I oh you know, I I watch Catwoman with the sound down. You know? Yeah. She's she's good at it too. She's got these two dogs that just like to bite guys' crotches and drag them around these two German shepherds. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now there were uh, some trailers that were released today. I wonder if you saw any of them. I encourage you all to, you know, hit pause and watch these. Because they're all very interesting. Uh, the CW unmasked its first uh, trailer for Batwoman. Oh, I didn't see that. And uh, it looks interesting. They're going all in. Uh, there was the CW upfronts, and the head of the CW pretty much let it be known that this is his new favorite thing. Batwoman? He's all in on Batwoman. Nice. So uh, there you go. Go look at that. Uh, this. Okay, let's, let's dig deep. This is Geek Show, after all. Uh, the series will center around Kate Keene mm -hmm. becoming the new Cape Crusader to protect her father, Do Grace Scott, and beloved city against a series of threats, including, and this is in the trailer, the Wonderland Gang. You remember Alice? Oh my God! Yeah, whose whose leader, the Mad Hatter, was also featured in Gotham, and a heavily armed private security force bankrolled by Kate's stepfather. So here it is. Kate Kane never planned to be Gotham's new vigilante. Three years after Batman mysteriously disappeared, Gotham is a city in despair. Without the caped crusader, the Gotham City Police Department was overrun and outgunned by criminal gangs. Enter Jacob Kane and his military-grade Crows private security, which now protects the city with omnipresent firepower and militia. Years before Jacob's first wife and daughter were killed in the crossfire of a Gotham crime, he sent his only surviving daughter, Kate, away from Gotham for her safety. After a dishonorable discharge from military school and years of brutal survival training, <laughs> Kate returns home Yeah, when the Alice in Wonderland gang targets her father and his security firm by kidnapping his best crow officer, Sophie Moore. 
Although remarried to a wealthy socialite, Catherine Hamilton Kane, Kate Kane, who bankrolls the Crows. Oh, that's the, the other one. Uh, Jacob is still struggling with her family he lost while keeping Kate, the daughter he still has at a distance. But Kate is a woman who's done asking for permission. In order to help her family in her city, she'll become one of the things her father loathes. A dark night vigilante. Oh, jeez. And it's some great stuff in there. I'll check it out. I'm going to uh, With, you know, where she discovers the Bat Cave and, and she says to the... Uh, uh, who's the helper guy? Fox, uh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, Lucius. Uh, the Lucius type character. I don't know if it's Lucius or not. Yeah. It, it probably is. Uh, where he says, uh, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good looking suit. Uh, you need to make it so it fits me. Yeah. And so it's essentially her in the bat suit. You know, yeah. just, it's just trimmed down for, to fit her. Yeah. And then she does some stuff, and then afterwards she goes, yeah, they still think it's him. I, I, I'm not going to let a, a guy take credit for what I just did. <laughs> and so then that's when the big reveal of the Batwoman costume yeah. with the red bat on the front and everything. Um, so go watch that. And they're it's doing Crisis show. on the Infinite Earths, dude. That's coming. Yeah. That is coming. Uh, and she's going to be involved in that yeah. one, too. Uh, we got a Black Mirror Season 5 trailer out there. It's only three episodes this season. It'll be here June 5th. Anthony Mackie is in one of the episodes, so go look at that. Also, the first trailer for Hush, speaking of Batman. Oh, the cartoon. Yes, it is out there. Go look at that. It uh, looks interesting. They kill it with their animated movies. They really do. That's something that DC wins each and every time. But they're in charge of the Mm -hmm. real movies. I don't know. And uh, then, let's see, the Rick and Morty season four. Finally! Teaser was out. It's just basically the two of them standing there saying, November! Yeah. November. I got my shirt on. Yes, you do. <laughs> and this is some good news, too, because um, you're watching Doom Patrol on the DC app, I, right? I'm behind. You're behind. But, yeah. but what you've seen, you enjoyed, right? Yeah. It's so freaking weird. Um, if you're not sure yet about getting in the D- DC app, well, talk to Shannon. He'll tell you probably to do it. Yeah. If you like DC, I would do it. Because they just added a shit ton more comics, too. Yeah, and Swamp Thing is coming. Yeah. And, uh, and they got cool exclusive merch on there, too. Oh, they do? Yeah, you can shop through it. I didn't know that. Wow, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Doom Patrol is now available on YouTube for free, the first episode. Huh. So you can go and take a look. You do have to sign in to confirm your age, because apparently it's got some adult content. Yes. But look, go to YouTube and look for Doom Patrol Full Pilot Episode, and you can watch it. And then finally this. You know, we've been kind of down on Avatar. But I think we've got something here that can save the sequels. What? New cast member. Who's that? Jermaine Clement. Huh? <laughs> Is Jermaine. he going to be one of the blue people? <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? I want to see it with that accent. I want... Um, Jermaine Clement joining Avatar as marine biologist Dr. Ian Garvin. Uh, James Cameron said, I've loved Jermaine's work for years. I'm pumped well, that he's joining hasn't? our cast. He's, it's one of my favorite characters. So there you go. He's joining the Avatar movies to save them. <laughs> I don't think anything can save him. Not even Jermaine. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. I won't. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll go. I mean, if it gets great reviews, I'll go. Yeah. If, I, you know, I, like I said, I watched the first one on TV, and I was yeah. just like, eh. Like I said, the first time I saw it was with the Rift Tracks yeah. edition. So maybe I didn't give it a fair shake. Right. I don't know. But 
the Rift Tracks edition was pretty goddamn funny. I'll say that. <sighs> All right, let's get underway. We're going to take a few more messages, and then again, spoilers. S- super. Sp- like, we're not kidding. Avengers Endgame. It, yeah, don't get mad at us if you listen and you're not ready for Plenty it. Plenty of warning. All right, please. We do don't want to hear it. Please do enjoy. Whether you're trying to get a Mother's Day gift, something unique, stocking up on floaties for the pool parties and pride just around the bend, or getting together a nice graduation gift for a friend or a family member, looks like the month of May was made for Cabin Fever customers. Retro candy, hilarious and naughty books, lunch boxes, jigsaw puzzles, licensed merchandise. Stop by and meet these fine folks. For over 35 years, Cabin Fever has been the go-to store for all of us outsiders. Located in the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City, Utah, providing one-stop shopping for the meek, the geek, and yes, the freak in all of our lives since 1982. It's Cabin Fever. With Mother's Day, graduation days ahead, pride at the beginning of June, visit Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 7th East. It's so much more than a card store. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. On June 11th, they're hosting a free sex education class from 7 to 9 p.m. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Booze Teak is your summer wine and tiki cocktail accessory emporium featuring geeky barware with your favorite Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC Comics, Doctor Who, drink-making essentials. You'll love the Stormtrooper decanter, Chewbacca can cozies, Captain America pint glasses, and Harley Quinn bottle openers, plus more traditional wine, beer, and cocktail accessories for entertaining. Open 11-ish to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 315 East Broadway in Salt Lake City. And if you're attending RuPaul's Dragon Con, look for booth 1519 or See them at the Utah Pride Festival. Go visit the Booze Teak booth and say hey. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time 
time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a ACE certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me, MyWorkoutBuddySLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, MyWorkoutBuddySLC. All right. You've been warned. Plenty of times. Spoiler alert. And I'm, and I'm serious about this. If you haven't seen Endgame yet, stop listening. Yeah, seriously, yeah. turn it off. Because it, it will... There's some surprises there. There's, exactly. there's more than yourself. one. <laughs> but there's, no, there's like a million. Yeah, exactly. There's so, so, yeah, there's there are so, some surprises. There's so many wonderful things that happen in this movie. You just need to let the movie happen to you. Don't... Seriously, if you haven't seen it yet, turn off this podcast now. And then come back. All right? Yeah. All right. You've been warned. Where should we start? Oh, At the ending. Jesus door. <laughs> well, this is, I mean, you've called it your favorite Marvel movie. My favorite movie. Like a movie. It is my really? favorite movie. I'm not saying Marvel movie. It's my favorite fucking movie. Wow. That's pretty good. That like, is. I, I, there's a, it's always been in my life where people go, what's your favorite movie? And I go, well, that's hard to say. Never heard yeah. that question. You know, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, like for and me, it's, it's always been hard to be like, it's hard to well, answer. Well, you know, Pulp Fiction, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Mannequin uh, 2. Uh, Mannequin 2, <laughs> you know, but like, I can, say, uh, I can straight up say, I can straight up say Endgame now. Roadhouse is pissed. Oh, well, it wasn't my... Fuck you. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what to do. <laughs> uh, no, but like... All right. Here's... And I was actually talking about uh, with the Lyft driver that bring me here today. Bring me here. Bring me. Bring me here. I was just like... I've been reading comics for 40 plus years. Yeah. Right? And... We would sit there and we'd read like Secret Wars or, you know, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. The crossovers, or man. Any of the big crossovers. Yeah. Civ- like yeah. the, the actual Civil <clears throat> civil Wars crossovers. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. the original Civil and, War crossovers. And, and, so good. And you would sit there and just go, well, we'll never see this. Yeah. yeah. We'll, nev- we'll never see this fully realized as a motion picture. Mm-hmm. We will never see this with live action characters doing this. No, I, I remember it was one of my first comics. Right. It was uh, Avengers versus Defenders and they were trying to, mm. to right. gather all of these, you know, tchotchkes and when you put them together it made a big tchotchke and they were fighting each other. Right. Oh, right, the infinite tchotchke. The infinite yeah. tchotchke, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you know the one. But, um, um, and, and but I, this movie... As reading it, you're like, "There's this will never happen. Well, we also only had the Bill Bixby Hulk to look at what exactly. we could say, oh, here's the possibility yeah. of what the future could well, hold. Well, but like even when they started <laughs> making good... We had Superman. I'm sorry, even when they started making Marvel movies i was just like well oh, they keep cool. upping it you know? every year they, they take it to the next well, level the thing was with this movie is like i got to see all my childhood dreams fully realized as a live action film 
I yeah, you no. see, I thought that they had maybe reached the apex with Civil War. Exactly, you're yeah. fighting on a tarmac. Right. Well, and, 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 and then, but and then went, you saw Infinity War, and then here comes Infinity War, and you're War. like, how the fuck do they top that? Yeah, and then they and then did. they fucking did, because there is that fine. Like, look, let's just spoil the. Well, that's big what we're doing. Yeah, that's is, what we're doing. Okay, let's just go for the big, like the big fucking, the big, the big right? wow. You're talking Doctor then, Strange's one and only way that they win. <laughs> yeah. So yep. I've seen this movie so many times. Um, <laughs> yep. When all those portals open up. Yep. Mm-hmm. On your and left. Every On your left. Fucking. Every fucking character that's ever been like that—that's a fighting character. Yeah, you know? but what an iconic fucking Howard the fucking duck. Yeah. apparently. Yeah, I saw you know? a screenshot with yeah. him on. There. Howard yeah. is there? Oh yeah, he's Howard, there. Yes. Yeah, dude. There, no. I got it yeah, right yeah, yeah, Carrie. Howard's there. And oh my god! It's um. I didn't see that? But like when that opened up, this is one of the like ten times my I I involuntarily like teared up. Oh, I weeped through this movie. Yeah, yeah. and um. But like, zoom in on the lower right hand corner. Keep, yeah. um, I'll be it, goddamn it, go to hell. It, <laughs> right. So I, my, 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 like my mind could barely comprehend what it was. Seeing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was just because it was everybody, and it, it was the like personification of that splash page that you got yeah. in yeah. the finale. Yeah. Of issue twelve of every like year long yeah. crossover, yeah. crossover, right? Yeah. And I was just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Right? And then they did that pan where everybody gets their moment. Yeah, Drax is stabbing the motherfucker, yeah. and you know, just like, and it's just going, and you get a shot of every fucking person. <laughs> the last fucking third of that movie is insane. Insane. Yeah. I like. I can't believe that it. Happened. I've imagined it like so I'm, many I'm, times. Like I'm feeling it, like ting. I'm like, I'll like tingling shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thinking about it. Think like, about you know? the pan shot that has grown from that though, because we you know, we all got giddy when they first, you know, when they did the first Avengers, and that pan oh, yeah. shot was just doing the circle yeah. around them, going over the six people. That's, that's, yeah, right. That, that's when I decided I needed an Avengers tattoo because right. they did it. Yeah. You know, of course, I they would, revisit it. In this yeah. Movie. And then and then you talk about uh, you know Civil War, and they did the uh, same not same pan shot, but all of a sudden you've got the two sides, and the camera comes around. All of a sudden you see the two yeah. teams running at each. Yeah. Other like that, and you're like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. I, mean, right. I remember us losing our shit when Spidey caught Cap's shield in yeah. Civil War. Yeah. We right. lost, we lost our shit. Little did we know oh, man. what we were in for, for right yeah. at <laughs> that point. You know? I think, I think, hey guys, I, <laughs> I have imagined that scene so many times because there was a graphic that came out that showed like all forty. It was like I believe it's forty of the main characters all going from Cap to Wong, all the way down, and it was like forty. Yeah. Even Wong got his moment yeah. in yeah, that scene. Said, Wong, and it was just like, oh. and, I, and I thought about it a million times in my head, two years before the even movie was like came to fruition. And seeing that, I saw it three times. And every time I see it, I'm just like, how the fuck did we get here? Because it's not just you see the, the lost Avengers. You see the lost Avengers and their followers. You see... Wong and the whole squad show up. You see Asgardian show up. You see Wakandan show up. Yeah. You see yeah. the whole fucking gambit of just what has been what has been at play the entire time. You see Agents of Shield even show up. You see fucking Howard the Duck show up. They're all there. <laughs> they're yeah. all there and they're fighting this massive army of ugly people and they just kick the shit out of them. It's great. Were, were, were the Agents of Shield there? I didn't see them. I didn't I didn't see see them. Well, of course, I didn't see Howard but the I mean, Duck either. Well, yeah. to me, to me, I'm I'm sure they were probably like when, yeah. you, when you see Here's As- hoping. yeah when you see Asgardians and Wakandans and 
And um, I, I don't know who the I'm Wong sure. followers Fuck are. Fucking let Colson I'm, do it, right? <laughs> I'm sure we didn't see the entire battlefield because it was huge. I, I so had, uh, they could insert like, agents there. My favorite later, meme is uh, it's it's a picture of like all the uh, Netflix defenders, <laughs> and they're all sitting there, and and it's Daredevil going. I'm sure the portal's going to open up any minute. <laughs> it's coming, guys. I need that. Oh, send, send that to me. I need that. That's send awesome. that to me. Any minute. Yep. But oh, I mean, fuck. like, so, but that movie, though, like, there was awesome, like, big moments. But, like, it also had these great, like, little character moments in yep. it, too. No. You know, that just killed me. Well, like, I, I just... I know Professor Hulk. Oh, my gosh. Oh my I God. lost it. I the lost it. The fact that Professor Hulk was a bro now, and it, it, it's, it's got the little black and silver hair like Jimmy, and it's, it's well, great. I, like, I'm sorry. I, I think Professor Hulk is just Jimmy. That's I, I, <laughs> no, I, like, I, I, I'm a bro now? I, I love... It's just cool, man. I like you. No, I... I I've, well, I mean, that knows was, Hulk's my favorite Marvel. Well, yeah, and, and that Peter David run where they merged, merged the smart, right, right? And they made, they made. I never thought I would they, see that. They, oh, did, no, they that was, did so many smart merges in that movie when yeah. they had that five year time jump, and yeah. it's all of a sudden you have new Asgard, right. uh, which was which was out of the Jason Aaron run, yeah. Where, yeah. where Asgard's destroyed, and where you have. <laughs> well. Like, I love New Asgard. The best it's like part the Iron Islands, but up Well, and, and it's funny because they decided to make it like a quaint New England fishing village yeah. instead of a floating Asgardian city. In Oklahoma. But it, but it, but it worked, right? <laughs> right. And uh, to me, I, I loved the movie. I loved so much in it. I don't think there's... I mean, sure, there's there's articles out there that'll tell you what you're supposed to think was stupid, but I don't care. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Who cares? There were, there were two scenes that just floored me, and the first was Cap with Mjolnir. Oh, my gosh. And, Holy uh, was, shit! One of the, yeah. And not only one that, of the he's, best thirty seconds of cinema you'll ever he's, see. He's fighting with his shield and the hammer together, yeah. like yeah. He's tossing him about, like, 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 like he's been doing it the whole time. Like he's it's, been doing it for a thousand. Yeah, like years. he's been yeah. practicing yeah. with the fake one. And then, <laughs> he, when he pulls, like it's cool to see him throwing it, but then when he pulls it back, oh yeah, it's he pulls like, it back. He's, he's throwing lightning, and then at one point. The shield is on its way back to him. He throws the hammer at it and knocks the shield back at, at Thanos yeah. again. Yeah. And it's just he like the oh shit out of him. Gosh. And then there's the A Force moment, which the A Force was the best. Fucking yeah, it's part. it's well, like it's yeah. like you know they oh how's how's uh, how's Captain Marvel gonna make her way over to Thanos? Oh, she'll get there. Awesome. And it's just you know a lot of people there's there's some oh god uh, yeah, there's of course some men, all the fucking incels yeah, are the like incels yeah. are, that was really cringeworthy. <laughs> Fuck you, it wasn't for you. <laughs> Think about how I had somebody you, say it to me like face to face. Yeah, someone just, said that to and, me, and I didn't want to huge say geek anything, show fan too. But, but here, and, and, no, and this was like a good guy. I'm sorry, and I'm like, why does that bother? I don't understand why. Exactly what I was like. Why did that bother? That was that was how many seconds are, out of a three-hour-long movie. Are, are, yeah. are we surprised but that they're saying that to our face? No. We actually had a dude boo at our FanX thing yeah. over Last Jedi. I'm yeah. not surprised by anything. Well, anymore. here's the thing. I mean, what's so great about with Captain Marvel in this one, though, is because they established how fucking strong she is. Oh, right. You yeah. know, when, when in, the, in the first, in her film, when she flies to that fucking ship like it's yeah. paper right. and yeah. just destroys it. So the one of the best shots in that final battle oh, when scene, the, yeah. when all the guns are firing on them, and all of a sudden they don't start firing, like they all start yes. aiming up, and they're like, and goes, why did they stop firing? Yeah. It's like that, and all of a sudden you see, I love it when Rhodey says it. He's just like, something just hit the atmosphere, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, and they don't give it a terrible. fucking. They don't give her a fucking chance. Boom, 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 boom. Just like yep. just flies right through. Goes, All right, took care of that one. And yeah. that's what's crazy about it because they. It clearly shows that they have intel on her. Right. Yeah. They, they, they know. They, they know that know, she's the next. If, she's if the they biggest know threat, the threat right now. Threat is on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, "Fuck it, dude! Fucked all that shit on yeah, the ground. Yeah, we need to get that yeah. shit up there. None <laughs> of that matters now. Get her." So they well, clearly she, had intel. Like, yeah. oh, well, guys, and they said that. Ryan, this is such they, a good movie. They Can you set come that back up. in here. 
they set that up at the beginning because they were just like, well, where have you been? And she's like, not every planet has you. Exactly. And yeah, so she's like the galaxy's cop. Which yeah. is such a great moment. Yeah. yeah. I love that line. Oh, yeah. I, mean, it did, I mean, I love it, the, the story of how uh, Tom Holland didn't get a script. He didn't need one because no, he's no, in there for, for a few real. seconds. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, But the scene, though, that him just sitting there with the, with the gauntlet and Marvel shows up and you got something for me? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. And then you get hey, that. Hey, uh-huh. then, then you get that shot of all the the amazing female characters showing up, which I know is gonna get shit. But like, yeah. fuck you. But who it, cares? Uh, oh, the minute I saw that, I'm like, well, there's the thing they're gonna bitch about. Well, well the, Jay and I had this conversation. We didn't keep going beyond the the fuck the battle scene. I mean, because if we're gonna jump to the next, you know, the, huge the next spoil, thing they're gonna the bitch huge, about. Well, well the yeah. huge queen spoilers. of Asgard. Well, there's that absolutely, yeah. but also who and, then Cap, a, and well, a promotion. Well, there's also old man Cap yeah. that shows oh, up, yeah. and who does he give that shield to? And the one who fucking deserves which it, which I right. fucking was. And you guys were all. Oh, I heard you. You were next uh, to me, bud. I was blind. Like he was yeah. like. <laughs> yep, I heard you. I'm telling me. you, the moment I, the moment I was like, it became clear. I was like, what? And I, bl- I was blindsided with tears. Like yeah. I cried harder than I did at at Black Panther. So it was, but it was, it was two different types of emotions. Yeah, sure. It, like yeah. Black Panther made me cry for so many sad reasons, and this was like, oh my god, Marvel had the balls to do this. They doubled, well, they they doubled down on it mm-hmm. because it was like they did it in the comics, and I was like, and, and then the internet got pissed, and then they're like, no, fuck you, we're gonna do it again. Yeah, and that, and to me, that was like the coolest thing in the world because I didn't, I didn't, well, I, I didn't think it was gonna happen. And they're going to continue it exactly with the TV show with Captain America and the Falcon, yeah. or uh, the Falcon and uh, a Winter Soldier. Right. So is he gonna be Captain America in yeah. the? I, TV show? I don't know for sure, but I predict They've that that got, he's series. He's got to be right. Yeah. I predict that that series will be him maybe trying to become that's worthy. That's what I was thinking. Training to yeah. become yeah. Cap. And, yeah. and, and, uh, and for all you fucking idiots out there that just want to say my Cap is Steve, good, okay, and it yeah. should have been Bucky. Great. I I agree. I can see why you said it. Sh- it it should have been Bucky because I, that's like your favorite run. My of favorite Captain run of Cap. Cap. But he's yeah. got Bucky. too much red in the ledger. Yeah. Like you got to think that you got to yeah. think you got to think about Bucky as a whole. Like yeah, it <laughs> well, could have I mean, easily went to Bucky. He's a but fucking he's got, murderer. He's yeah, an he, assassin. He even he even admits but that he was he's brainwashed. Doing, Come on. Yeah. He, well, yeah. he even admits that he's doing better, but he still doesn't feel like yeah, he's like, he's, yeah. he's not there yet. like yeah. So I'm sorry if you're Captain America doesn't look like you anymore. But it's just like he's got way too much fucking red in his ledger. He's dealing with fucking mental health issues. He's been brainwashed. Okay, so also you've got fucking break. You've got twenty two movies and how many years of comics with Steve as your Captain America? It's fine. You you have that go. And he's not. I read an interview with uh, the two writers that are not the Russos, and uh, they confirmed some of the rumors. So the Russos has confirmed that Evans isn't done. Yeah. Oh, he's he's not done. Because I'm going to read this theory. He's not done. He's not done. Uh, they've also confirmed that Hemsworth is signed on. Yeah. He's, he still has more. Yeah. Uh, I figured he was going to be now, back. Now, here's the interesting part, end. though. We had, some, we had some theories, and some of those have been confirmed, and a lot of them have been debunked. Steve does go back in time. Yep. He is the husband yeah. that she refers to. Yeah. yeah. Which means there are two kids with super soldier serum in their DNA. Ooh. Running around in the Marvel. Wait, the so, Marvel the, so, that, so that's confirmed. It is confirmed he by did. the writers. They, they, when they were with the Russos, when they came up with her saying in, in the first movie that they did with, with Cap... When she said, "I was married to a fine man for forty years," yeah, that was Steve Rogers. But she had to keep it quiet because yeah, if the United States, because if the United States government found out that Captain America yeah, was came fucking, back. yeah, they that, that yeah, so she kept her husband a secret, See, probably working for Shield to do so. And there were probably some wonderful adventures there. That's what I want. So, I want some here, of those adventures. Here's the adventures that I would love to see because they don't show. I don't know if I want to see or not, but just to think about it, 
is because so when we get to the end of it and he goes back and you know he decided when Steve goes back in time to, to replace all the, the stones <laughs> you know they think he's going to come right back and he doesn't because he lives his life you right. know right. but what's funny is to think about all the adventures he went on to put those stones back and yeah. the one the one that the writers confirmed because when he takes the soul stone back who's he going to see the, his old buddy Red Skull yep. sitting up there yeah <laughs> uh, the other the other yeah. part that I would really holy shit Steve you're the, still alive kind of boring here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he! I want to see him taking the hammer back to Asgard. Yes, you know because that, that. How do you explain that? You know, I, if oh, I was yeah. him, I would have just uh, uh, teleported and just thrown it towards Asgard. But what's what's, like, what's brilliant? He'll pull for it at some point. I'll, or will. I'll probably <laughs> notice this my third or fourth viewing. Now that I know to look for it, he mm-hmm. tells Bucky what he's doing right before he gets on the platform. Yeah. Bucky walks up to him. They talk for a minute. They you don't you see him he in the background. His, he tells he his tells true him, love. He tells him I'm I'm going back. I'm I'm going to go back to Peggy. Yeah. He flat out tells him. Damn the, it. The writers wow. confirmed it. They're just oh, like yeah. He doesn't he doesn't it. know he doesn't know that he's giving Falcon the shield, but he does know that he's going back. Damn and that he's it. Not. But what built up also to that to him grabbing the hammer though, I, one of the greatest scenes still back in Ultron was when they're all joking around picking up that hammer and fucking Steve budges it and he's like oh shit. And didn't didn't the Russos or somebody say that that. Steve knew he could pick it up at that Absolutely. moment. Yeah, and but he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to steal Thor's thunder. He just. Right. He didn't really. Want to yeah. No Thor. pun intended. Yeah. Is that well, but the best thing is like when he finally starts flinging it around, and Thor goes, "I, I knew, knew it." it. <laughs> I knew it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so he, wasn't, like, he wasn't even. He wasn't even mad about it. Oh right. no! Yeah. I all right. I gotta say, I am. Uh, I am. That I. I do like the fact that they, they confirm that, but I. I have to acknowledge this theory that came out because it and it. It gave me some solace, and it, it, like this was. Is, is, I, I read a theory that Cap traveled back in time to return the stones. He got Natasha back in exchange for the Soul Stone, and then Natasha helped him return all the remaining stones, and she helped him fix all of the stuff that they messed up with the co- when they collected the stones. He didn't marry Peggy because that will change the future, and marrying Peggy will prevent her from marrying the husband that she married when Steve froze in the ice. So he just stopped by to dance with her. They. <laughs> then when they were ready to go home, they only had one pin particle left, so they promised to stay and return if one of them dies. Years passed, and Nat and Steve got married, lived life together <laughs> until Nat died, and that's when Cap returned to inform everyone that everyone everything was okay. But when Sam asked who the girl Steve married, he refused to tell him because it, it was actually a yeah. Natasha. I well, really believe this theory, and I will forever. I, I really love this theory, and I will forever believe in it. Well, I'm glad you have that theory. I know, like no, <laughs> no, like I, I. I until I heard that, I was like, well, I was rolling because, with that. Because the Russos have said Black Widow is dead. Yeah. Yep. She's dead, but she's yeah. only dead in this multiverse, in this universe. That's what we learned. And that, that was the thing is that I, I want to get back to, well, the Russos said that it was okay to do spoilers. And I said, coincidentally, the day that the Spider-Man yeah. trailer comes uh, out. That was planned. Guys, so that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah. before, like, can we talk Thor? Oh, yeah. There yeah. is like you, a, there is you a big... Thor, you mean Thor-Bowski? America's new favorite cosplay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thorbowski? Well, so here's the thing. Um, there are so many things. A lot. I fucking love his character arc. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been so... I, 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 like, so fascinating. I, oh, yeah. I, so good. You go. You start with the first one, his arrogance, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, and it's his arrogance that ultimately costs him... Mm-hmm. Throughout and 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 now he is at the point where his mother said you need to stop trying to be somebody and just be you. Yeah, um, as yeah. somebody who has struggled and um, oh God, like, and he's and he's such a tragic character in this movie. It, he really is, mm-hmm. and because he's, I will blam- say, he's okay. blaming himself for all of it. Of course. Yeah. And so no. here's the thing. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Fat Thor made me laugh. 
it's true. It's funny. It's funny. So it was so funny. So like once again, because you know the whole thing is Chris Hemworth is he's always shirtless in all well, the movies, right? And what I love, they were so good about it. They show when they go to his uh, his um, his apartment apartment. With Korg. Oh my gosh. Korg and, uh, and Korg and uh, Meek. Uh, Meek. Meek yeah. Right. <laughs> and, 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 but the, the first shot, they just show his. he's From, from his the, collarbone up, basically. Uh, yeah. And, and like, so, like, of course, all the ladies and They're some like, of the oh, men are oh, like, like, oh, here we go. Right. But when they pulled back mm-hmm. and they showed his gut, <laughs> it was the best. I thing. was sitting, ne- sitting next to Jen, and Jen went, Oh! That joke's just like, no! Right? Exactly. Let me tell you why that joke works so well with Thor. Because he's a god, and he is the last person, maybe next to the Hulk, you would expect to get fat. Right. To gain weight, to get out of shape. But it also illustrates how, in that five years, he blamed himself for all the failure and... and, and, This is how he dealt with his his depression. Well, he was depressed... And you know he let himself go because but he well, there's, stopped caring. There's you guys a, are overlooking. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, yeah, I think you probably have a more cogent thing to say. It's uh, it's it's you're overlooking Professor Hulk's arc. Same. He accepted who he was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it, it, and it's just like no, fuck it. This is I've I've got both. Why can't I'm, I be yeah, both? Why am I yeah. fighting this? And and, yeah. and so like that was the whole thing. Is like I, I've heard people that talk about how this how this movie doesn't deal with PTSD and mental health issues. I'm and sorry. That's where I, I, go to. I I disagree. Yeah, I, think, I disagree hard. There's, I think most people making those comments think, are not professionals, like, right? And I, well, uh, but, but here's yeah, I, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say this carefully. Yeah, I know because I don't want anybody out there who believes that it wasn't handled delicately. I agree. It was just handled in a way that manifested differently mm-hmm. than yours. So if you've right. gone, if yeah. you if you've suffered, if you've experienced some loss, if you've gone through PTSD, you've mm-hmm. gone through trauma, you've gone through depression, we have to realize that our mental chemistries are all completely unique. Very like, so, exactly. like fingerprints. So the know? way the way that that manifests, mm-hmm. it's different with different it's completely people. different with different people. Yeah. And we're talking about a several thousand year old deity, exactly, who right? just basically murdered a guy in cold blood only for revenge. Yeah. It didn't help and anything. It, it wasn't for glory. It no. wasn't for honor. It was, it was literally like, you killed my well, friends. Fuck you. You're dead now. It didn't do anything. And the friends are still dead. And so right. when we say, it's, it's it's a tricky conversation because a lot of people are going to say that we're, we're shitting on people who disagree with the way that no, they I'm, handled I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shitting, shitting on It's anybody. a difference of opinion. It is, it is literally how they decided to write it. And the, the fact that they decided to have some fun with it, that may have been insensitive. I personally didn't feel like it was. No. As the resident... Heavy, sh- heavy set Viking at the table. Yeah. I can honestly say, no, at no point did I feel like they were making fun of fat people. It was humorous, but it was well, kind so of a, the absurdity of Thor too. That's what but I was trying to say. The, the absurdity of it I is what the joke was. So people like, especially like Rocket Raccoon, kept calling him like Tubby <laughs> and shit like that. And because uh, Rocket's an asshole. Well, and, well and, it, and Tony Stark made some fat jokes at him and stuff. But uh, I've been like I. Not all of my guy friends are like that, but like my friend Todd. You guys know my friend. Yeah. You guys know my friend Todd. Yeah. Or whatever. We talk to each other. That we fuck with each other well, constantly. It's like a, it's like how we 
show our love for it's each like, other. It's like way, being on. You know? It's like a teammate or something like that. You know, if you're gonna, if you're on that level, you're allowed to fuck with somebody yeah. like that. You know, you're busting chops. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I've got my friend back home named TJ. Like that. Like he came. And over you to, call him like Teeny Dick. Well, he came. And he he came, love him. He came <laughs> out to visit one time, and we just ate fucking fried food for three months. Yeah. He went back and like had a gut, and all his friends were like, "Damn, did you and Jimmy have a baby?" Like you know, and so like, <laughs> right. and so they would just make fun of him left and right. But he didn't sit there and cry about it. Yeah. Like fuck yeah, I got fat. And I'll I'll even interject to go from from a military stance you know mm-hmm. because we, we have to look at avengers like is basically earth's military yeah you know and i've been in the military for 15 years and i'll tell you one thing i i i am a supervisor i have i at one point in my career i had 12 subordinates and i would tell everybody if we're gonna get along we all gotta bust each other's balls and i'm not saying we have well excuse me <laughs> i didn't say we have to but i mean like it, it's just that's this it's kind of how it's always been you gotta kind of be okay with it well, you gotta, think about yeah, it. what's more fucking, bust each other's balls what's more fucking with thor's head at least this is my opinion what's more fucking with thor's head Rocket Raccoon calling him Tubby or chopping a dude's fucking head off in front of all his friends. You know, like, holy shit, I think one might be Chopping like, well, his head off and then and it, didn't, it, it doesn't fix anything. It doesn't matter anything. anything. Yeah. Like, it's, I just, it's the ultimate empty vengeance. No, right. Yeah. I, I was a total piece of shit. Well, because the whole thrust of that mission was we're going to get him. Right. We we're got to get, get him. We're going to get him. We're going to fix it. And he's unable to fix it. And not to switch universes, but it basically showed us why Batman doesn't kill. Right. It's just like, you know, like. Well, I know somebody would tell you that was different. The Snyder Cut. There's also, uh, I read a, a couple different articles where people were saying, you know, that it was really insensitive about PTSD or it was insensitive about depression or insensitive about heavy people. You know, that's fine if you feel that way. But I also read uh, an article that a combat veteran wrote after she came back mm-hmm. from her last tour. And yeah. She's like, uh, I couldn't get over the fact that I had actually killed people, yeah. whether it was for my country or not. Yeah. I couldn't get over that fact. I gained weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found humor in my weight. Mm-hmm. I dealt with things. She, so she says, that watching Endgame was cathartic for because she's like, that's exactly how my PTSD experience was. And that's why I'm just coming back to that, yeah. is that, okay, it may not have been your journey. It may not have been yeah. your your exactly. misery that's being yeah. put up on screen, but that doesn't mean it didn't telegraph that way for other people. So exactly. I think well, we all kind of have to step back and say, well, okay, I hear you, dude. Well, that, I, or, or, we, lady, I hear you. I hear what you went through, but... Can you know? I overshare? Sure. Uh... <laughs> Are you sure you want to? Yeah, are you yeah, sure? Yeah, no, I'm going to. Um, because I think it's important. I think that we all need to talk about it more. Um, <clears throat> the last, like, three weeks, I've been told I have mental issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I have known. And um, it's nice to hear it from somebody, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and be I a will professional. say, yeah, be a professional. <laughs> yeah. Right? Not, Not just, just like your ex-wife guy. saying you're fucking crazy. <laughs> um, but like watching, I was so touched by the stuff that Thor did in that movie. Mm-hmm. That part where he's him and Rocket are trying to do the heist, mm-hmm. and he was completely overwhelmed. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was, he was just like he was doubting himself. So and he was much. just like no. And he basically said, "I can't do this. Yeah, I can't do this. I, it's too much for and this, me." And this is the God of Thunder, right? Yeah. And like, and he's like, I, "I'm done. I can't do it. I'm gonna yeah. go fucking hide," you know. And I have been there so much, like over the like the last five years, mm-hmm. like certain times where I'm just like, "I can't do this. I gotta. I'm gonna go hide," you know. Yeah. yeah. But then to have him be able to summon mm-hmm. Mjolnir, Mjolnir. Yeah. right? Even it's in a, that state. Even in that state. It's like, okay, I'm completely fucked. I'm broken. I'm a mess. 
but I'm still worthy. Yeah, I can yeah. still. Well, it's, it's, it's as yeah, his, yeah. It's, yeah. it's because of the, the speech that his mother gives him. Right. Gives yes. him permission to uh, stop trying to be that guy. Right. Yeah. And so, you know? like, I I can understand what like where some people are coming from that it wasn't <sighs> sensitive. But I don't think it was insensitive. It wasn't. Either. I don't think it was meant it's to also, be insensitive. Uh, you know, it's it also was, a topic we don't normally talk about. No, right. like yeah. we PTSD don't. is not yeah. one of those things we talk about. I'll tell you that when you're down like down in the dump, sometimes sometimes it's nice to have your friends give you a little shit. Of course, it, yeah. it, it, of course, it, it brings it, you back to reality. I think, exactly. I think that's me. I think everybody. Uh, we, Shit, I'll speak Everybody's sitting at this fucking table it, yeah. struggling. I remember mental. when I went through my shit. shit, you guys fucking went at me pretty hard. And I was like, yeah, I, it made me a fucking better person for it. I, to piggyback of just what, uh, what we've all been talking about, I there was an article that was brought to my attention by uh, Danny Fernandez. She's she's been a, she's a great comedian. I love her. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, a, great. she's a great comedian. She's been in Wreck It Ralph. Um, she's awesome. She's awesome. She wrote, did an article for Playboy, and ma- she wrote about how she basically gave her review. Um, of like Avengers and talks about how they dealt with PTSD and depression and and like and I Lee I agree with you 100% because everyone's experience we're looking at 40 characters that have just experienced some level of loss mm-hmm. Not, whether it was Hawkeye losing his family oh my god and yeah. what a great goddamn shit that yeah. was but it's just like everyone sure. experiences loss a different way and yes. how you come back from well, go ahead Carrie. well the, the, the title of the article says it all it's how Avengers Endgame beautifully tackles failure Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right there in the yeah. title and loss and loss, but, loss, loss. Yeah, but read yeah. read that article, read, Danny read, Fernandez. Please is, read it. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I tweeted. It, go find my Twitter. It's I I consider it geek scripture. It's, it's, it's so it's, good. It's in Playboy. Yeah. There was some, I, there that, was some uh, generic interviews with uh, with Robert Downey Jr. I think Chris Evans, and he's like, you know, we've seen the Avengers win, win, win. He goes, what would happen if they just all lost? Yeah, you know, it's like where yeah. where do you go mentally? Well, well that yeah. was I wasn't expecting that five year jump. Because that was a total surprise. Yeah, yeah. That I didn't five year jump. It. It I thought so it was going to be. And then so you see great. at the end of the movie when Peter's talking to his friends in the hallway, and you're like, "Fuck! How do you deal with the fact that you were 17 five years ago, and now you're 17? Yeah, <laughs> you've got teachers. Well, you've got like, you've got peers in your class <laughs> who went to college yeah. and graduated who may actually like, be teachers. It looks yeah. like magically most of his classmates were. Yeah. Also yeah. Snapped. yeah. The one, the one single kind of plot hole yeah. was all of his well, friends we only, got snapped. Well, who fucking no cares? Few. I don't fucking. But yeah. you know what the yeah, common? Okay you know what the it. common? I mean, they they flat out tell you at the beginning of the movie who gets snapped. Yeah, people who want mayonnaise on hot dogs. <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus! Um, but also, just like um, like all these like so. Cap running the support group. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you know for like for Joe Russo, it didn't seem like <laughs> yeah. he was running it. It just seemed like he showed up. Yeah, but so, you know why? He's, he's you know why he's leading that support group? Because, yeah. because when he met when he met Falcon, he was leading a support group for that's vets. Right. That's right. And that's so right. he saw that, and he's honoring his friend's memory by leading a support that's group. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And just God, that was so great. Um, but you kind of jumped like, over the the Hawkeye scene, though. Don't. Uh, the way that was shot, oh, if you man. actually look, I mean, I was kind of looking at it like cinematography. Oh, the opening wise. scene? The opening scene. So he's sitting there, you know, and I, I think we called it on the show without really knowing, but yeah. he's sitting there teaching his daughter archery. They're doing a picnic in the background, but I'm just saying, stage wise, though, if you actually look, I mean, I was so impressed by it. He's sitting there teaching her. If you actually look, the, the way, his, the way his legs yeah. are like, even like, like spread apart while he's shooting the arrow, you can see his wife right through to the, ca- yeah. the table. Everything was staged perfectly. Mm-hmm. And when she goes and gets those arrows and he turns around, she's not like in body form as an ass. She's bare, I mean, she's gone like that. 
There's but just you can just see it's ash. like like it would never freak you out. And he's yeah. like, all right, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Then he turns around and they're gone like that, you know. And what's so great about that is because he knows. I mean, he's a soldier that he's like, there's no fucking way they could have run off in any direction. I mean, right. that's a right. field of miles. Like right. that. He's like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Like that. Yeah, because so, if they were in, if they were shooting that in New York where there's a building, yeah, it's like could have oh, hit my, behind a car, yeah, you know, yeah. nothing. So what what do you think the first thing he did is gets on the phone to Fury. Probably. Fury. And there's and no Fury. Gone. Yeah. And he's like, oh my God. I didn't even think. Oh my God. And then God. he calls Tony. Tony's, Tony's gone. gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He's not dead, but he's off in space. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse when Tony when uh, Fury goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. Then you know. Yeah. What I enjoyed was was a surprise character that just over when you when you think about her character from the beginning, and if like going back to the comics, like she's she was a game changer in the entire Infinity Gauntlet saga was when she got a hold of the gauntlet but they didn't do that which was fine but I loved her the, her the progression of her character was Nebula. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Like yeah. It, you, you're just like holy shit th- this woman was the game changer in the whole fucking thing. It, it, it gave Thanos the edge. Mm-hmm. And, and how how amazing was it that the Gamora was already having second thoughts yeah. that early in the game? You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and the thing about this movie too is you're sitting there watching it and you didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah, that's what right. Was, and like, that's, like what, so that's what many, was so great. So many times during this movie, I went, "Oh God damn it!" Yeah, yeah. There I, was some, well, there I thought Adam it, Warlock right? was gonna show up and we get no explanation. I thought like, and I even for for fucking that's true. You you were sold on that theory yeah, that Adam for, Warlock was for, gonna for show 12, up for twelve for twelve months. I was saying for twelve or excuse me, sixteen months. I was saying. Deadpool's gonna show up with a teleporter, yeah. and I didn't get it. And guess what? I fucking forgot until I saw it nope. the third time. I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't give a fuck." Yeah, exactly. I, you know I was what? waiting for the defenders to show up. Didn't give a fuck either. Yeah. You know what scene? I, you know what scene? Fucking that movie didn't blew, need anything else. It didn't. What blew my mind? You'll get this. Yeah, you guys all might get this. Don't don't get me wrong. If I'm looking at, at you younger kids, and and I'm not trying to say that you don't. You Ageist. Don't get it. I no. get it. I get it. No, 1970, Whatever. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, holy fucking shit! Because I grew up watching Streets of San Francisco. Yeah, when right. he was that age, right? <laughs> yeah, and so they get into it. Yeah, he's got old Michael Douglas voice, but it's there's no point of that scene where you're looking at it and going, "That's not 34 year old Michael Douglas. That is 34 year old yeah. Michael Douglas." Yeah. Plus the classic Ant Man helmet on the. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, I had a friend in one of the junkets actually jumped. He because everybody's making predictions. Obviously, we mm-hmm. all were, but he he called it pretty good about you know jumping back in time and yeah. and, and going. He, he said that they would go back to every major battle they had gone through. They I was went like, to a That's couple. A, yeah, I mean, they go back to New York, and that was and that was so oh good because you get to see how fucking far these progressive, yeah. how, how far well, these characters progress. Oh, when Hulk oh looks gosh. at himself, he's like, Ugh. oh, so oh, when he has his yeah, shit and he's he moving goes, the car yeah, around. Yeah, no. when he goes, you might want to, <coughs> you might want to <laughs> smash some stuff. Yeah, he goes, well, that seems. Awfully like gratuitous. And he starts ripping his shirt off. I guess like, I have to do this. Yeah, he's like, oh. Grabs that car. He's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of like tosses but, the fucks motorcycle. He still, yeah, he fucks it up. But the thing that I love, the one is the scene when 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 Stark's sneaking around. And they and you can see him in the distance. It's it's Back to the Future 2 style. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, when Marty's hanging out and they're doing the scene from part one. 
and like you can see them all posing over uh, Loki. Yeah. And that's like where the movie ends in the first one. And they're also yeah. like, all right, let's wrap it up. And like, oh no, Hulk, you take the stairs. Yeah. Like, so many stairs. <laughs> slapping so hard. So there's so that. Bad. But I mean, of all the scenes that going back in time, I'm sorry, when Cap gets in that elevator and like yeah. it's, oh, all, it's oh, all the same oh, guys yeah. in that Shield. Was so awesome. And you're like, he's gonna fuck them up. Uh, and, and then, then oh, he just goes, and then he, and he, he goes, just goes, he knows exactly what to do. He goes, yep. Hell Hydra. And they go, Oh, oh, oh he's, he's yeah. with us now. All right. So that Here was, you go, buddy. That I was such love. a... But also a throwback to how pissed everybody got in the comic yeah, book. Yeah. It was, I, you know, I, I just... Uh, uh, I also love how monumentally they fucked up. Yeah. Because Loki has a Tesseract. I yeah, know. Yeah. I know. And it's not... That was my favorite thing. I was like, where not, the fuck did he go? And it's it's not, not, still alive. They don't resolve that at all. It's not redemption Loki They don't need either. to. No, no. It's not redemption Loki. He hasn't sacrificed himself nope. for Oscar. He's shitty Loki. But you know what that Loki does have? Disney Plus. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that was that was the best part. I was that's like, where he teleported. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I bet he did. He got the fucking Tesseract. Well, that's the next. That's the Loki series. Was, I think that's him going uh, to the Disney so Plus. It was so it fun. So there was a there was a part when the uh, Avengers headquarters, I think it was, gets blown up, right? Yeah. yeah. And was that homage to Secret Wars, yes. where Hulk is holding yes. up the yeah. mountain? Yeah. yeah, I thought it yeah. was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I saw also, that. And I was like, oh, that's Hulk holding up the mountain. Also, can we just talk about? At, a, at at Avengers base, fucking the taco scene. <laughs> oh fucking so my god! The taco scene How was funny awesome. was that? And then the fact that Rhodey comes in, and then Mar- uh, what Nebula comes in, and they're just like all kind of low key, just kind of shitting yeah. on Ant Man. Yeah. Like, like who th- who's this fucking guy? Oh man, when yeah. this when the insides get blown out of his and, taco. And, and, and how do you love the, how do you love the the greatest hero, the greatest hero of the entire Avengers? Endgame is a fucking rat in New York. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Uh, yeah, that shit would have happened. That's true. No, I'd like, but the, the great thing, too, is like everybody. How many fucking characters are in this movie? Well, yeah. And they so, all had something to do. And they all do. had a moment to show. I mean, you know, well, uh, 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 Black Widow, who is like, she's just barely holding the Avengers together. Yeah. God, that's just some great shit there. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, you is know? because you, you really look at, you. She's she became Cap in a way. Yeah. It's just like, she yep. was like, I got a, Put all you fuckers back together. She let her roots grow out. Yeah, and then <laughs> I like it. Yeah, <laughs> and then you, you, I like the fact that they made war, they gave War Machine something to do. I oh, mean, yeah. like yeah. sure, and like, I liked he was like pissed. He pretty much yeah. just stepped up and and you know took charge with everything kind of Iron Man related, right? While Tony was gone. exactly, and so and it was just like wow, I that was. One of the most unexpected things, like that, that kind of gets glossed over, is that War Machine actually really had stuff to do. Absolutely, and he became very important. He was they were tracking Hawkeye mm-hmm. this entire time. They like they knew it was him, you know. Like yeah. it, there was, doc, and then Doctor Strange, like. Oh, what about what about uh, Ant Man traveling through time, coming back in different forms? Oh my gosh! Oh god! Baby I, I, him? I don't know who peed my soup, but it's either baby me or old or me, me or or me me. That line. Paul Rudd is an American fucking treasure. That That's line, and love, he'll never die. That's weird. I just loved that line. Oh, so you uh, you ended up pushing time through him instead of him through time? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Overall, well, I think this. Yeah, let's sum it up. Yeah. Well, I don't think we even talked about the biggest reveal of all. Did well, we? Yeah, Tony. Stark. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh yeah, we all, we all knew it was coming. Yeah, we yeah. knew well, something we like all, that was. Did coming. you? We knew. We knew. I knew, yeah. I knew either Cap or him were going to die. I and predicted they were gonna retire. both, but, but I said that. There you uh, go. I called the time with Cap. You but, did. You, you know. The fact that we the, the funeral scene to me oh. is one of the great, best oh, shots. Oh, the kid from Iron Man Three. Yeah, that, that's the, the one question I got so many times. We when we get the kid from Iron Man Three, you're like, "Fuck, this is good." Yeah. 
they they and, really brought everyone in. And no, well, it, it, was, the, it, it was it was it was the. It was the swan song of this era. Yeah. I'm it sorry, was. a decade. I a keep calling a decade. I keep calling it because everybody's like, "Oh, it's the, it's the end of the Avengers, the final Avengers." Break. No, it's not. No. It's the first major checkpoint, is what yeah. I keep yeah. calling it. Yep. And but what's great about that shot is that everybody is together by their franchise. Like, yeah, it was so beautiful. And that kid is standing by himself, so, himself like, yeah. which I think is so great. Well, so, was, and then, so was Captain Marvel. Yeah, she was up on the steps by herself. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And yep. then, yeah, and then Nick Fury walks out. But the a thing I had to just was. When when you see him die, when he's when he when he's fading, yeah, Peter gets his moment to shine, mm-hmm. and and it's like, and I'm and it feels perfect, and then we get that Gwyneth Paltrow as rescue, yeah, which by the way, fucking Gwyneth, Gwyneth so Paltrow great. as rescue awesome. was fucking amazing, awesome. yeah. but it's that one line which she says, you she can, goes, you can rest, we're now. safe rest now, now. we're it's, safe, you can rest now, oh it, my god, because like I was just like, and then the, yeah. the tears just went, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> right. But I knew that was coming, so I, I didn't cry. Like I said, we all know what why I cried. It, 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 I got so blindsided, it fucked me up for a thousand years. Uh, but <laughs> even so, like I think that was one of the best cinematic deaths I have ever seen. I, it was great. And it's speaking of that, because you said fantastic. Tom Holland gets his scene, is because uh, going back to that Far From Home trailer, yeah. when That's Happy's sitting there talking to him in that plane, yeah. Pe- uh, Peter's oh, been fucking man. crying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he looks like yeah, he looks like shit. He's been listening to Dashboard Confessionals <laughs> scream, <laughs> screaming no, infidelity. It's so great. Like I love that, you know, he's like, I, I'm going to live up to Tony Stark's legacy in that, in that trailer. You know who I think is going to fuck with that, though? Who? Mysterio. Yep. Yeah, I think he's gonna. Be, I think he's gonna think he's I think vulnerable. Mis- I think Mysterio's a good guy. I, I think he I pretends to be a good guy. Either, either yeah. that. You never trust Mysterio. <laughs> well, don't trust no. Mysterio, well, motherfucker. I, it's in the that name. Is, that <laughs> is true. Mysterio did fuck up old man Logan. But we did also yeah. say that about the Skrulls. Uh, that's yeah. true. And but that's true. I still think they're gonna fuck us. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this: It's a three-plus-hour movie, and there is not a wasted minute no. and, in that whole movie. I went up to go to the it bathroom. Felt like an hour and a half. I went. I went to go to the bathroom at one point where I thought because I did the whole "don't drink anything for four hours before." Still ended yeah. up having to go to the bathroom. Mm. I get up in the one scene where I'm like, "Okay, I'm not going to miss a goddamn thing." Get back. Didn't look like I missed anything. I missed Loki pretending to be Cap. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I remember, yeah, I was sitting next to you, and and I see you get up to leave, and I'm just like, "Oh, Lee, you're making bad choices." <laughs> right. Well, I'm glad I went. At least I mean, that's <laughs> all I missed. That's just, I miss. that's, that's just it, though. Every everything I've read online about here's where you go to the bathroom. No, you like, it's bullshit. No, you don't. No. You, you go, go before and you go, you go after. after. Yeah, you go People. before and after, especially when because you, you don't want to miss America's ass. Anthony Mackie, you better start doing some squats right now because you're America's ass right now. Well, and the other uh, scene that I've seen people shitting on, besides you know like the A yeah. team, A or and promotions, um, they're they're shitting on uh, Hulk in the diner. Oh, no, that was why? awesome! Don't leave for that they're scene. Like it's the worst fucking scene. No. Like, do you know why that scene's good? The fuck, are you talking? Not about only is he good in that scene, fucking Paul Rudd in that scene. He's, like, he's just. You want just an take the goddamn camera. No, but it's take a, the goddamn <laughs> phone. It's a great. It's a great scene because we finally see Hulk happy yes, for a fucking yeah. Exactly. Like, Hulk, let, let, let's 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 go back to Infinity War, where fucking Thanos whooped the shit out of Hulk in hand to hand combat in like, less than ten seconds. He, he caught these hands. Yeah. In hand to hand combat, whooped him and just basically sunned him to the point where. Hulk didn't even want to come out to play anymore. Oh, yep. well, there, well, and so there, now to, you, we finally get Hulk happy. There are two Fuck Hulk. You guys. There are two Hulk moments that are just—they're very subtle mm-hmm. in previous Avengers movies that that <clears throat> that people forget about because of uh, portraying his unhappiness. <clears throat> One is 
aboard the helicarrier in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's starting to transform. And he looks back at, Nat, uh, at Black Widow and has this, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. face. So remember he knows, that. Because he knows yeah. he's about to fuck shit up. Sorry. Remember that. Then there's Age of Ult- uh No, no, it's, uh, it's, it's when she first meets him and, and uh, oh, she tricks and, him yeah. Yeah. into coming out into the, into the middle of nowhere. First Avengers, yeah. first Avengers as well. There's a line where uh, they're talking about, you know, maybe you ought to come in, maybe to, we've been following you. And uh, he rocks a baby bassinet and says, we don't always, I don't always get what I want. Very sad moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So remember yeah, that. It's happy. And now he's happy. He's joined the two. He's figured it out, and he's happy. Yeah. But so like, no, that's and such there's a great also scene. that. Yeah. There's also that great line in the first Avengers, where he looks back at him and goes, "Well, here's the secret." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always, always angry. angry. And then there's in the Age yeah. of Ultron where Nat, where Nat's trying to call him back, yeah. and he just he kind of turns off the speaker. He's like, yeah. "I gotta fucking go." Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I, I love it's the also Hulk, man. Confirmed that his arm is permanently fucked. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. The um. Well, mm. the the other thing too is is the scene with Mark Ruffalo. More chance that is when he's on the fucking rooftop with Tilda Swinton. And oh just, man, that great. Was, oh my oh, god, that was great. such a great. It's so a great, scene, great but I, scene, but the best part is when she goes, I, I, "Man, I, I thought we were doing it right, but you know, I, Strange gave Thanos the, you know, the the, the stone." And she's like, "Wait, yeah, he huh? gave it to him willingly." Like, yeah. then, so and then she's sitting around going, "Fuck!" Like, Strange doesn't fuck up. There's no, a reason right. why he did it. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a reason. Yeah, <laughs> and and, and my, even Scarlet Witch got her moment, which was really cool. Oh, oh yeah, because oh. she was. You're seeing her grow, like her power. Yeah, because she was the most For frustrating sure. character when, in Infinity War. We're like, what the fuck were you this whole time? Like it was just, like, <laughs> and so and when you see her like fully, fully embrace, I'm I'm excited to see what she does when they when they move forward with the MCU and Phase. Well, and she's Five, got a TV yeah. show, WandaVision. I hate that name so much. Yeah, right. but the, the rumor is that it's going to take place in the 50s, which kind of makes the title well, WandaVision. sound interesting. Let's, well, let's yeah. see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, right. Even it's exactly. just like the hammering at the end of the credits. What does it mean? We'll find out. Well, yeah, we'll find five out. out of stars. I mean, the only thing oh, I have to yeah. say is that this movie actually uh, says that Back to the Future is bullshit, so oh, fuck God. this movie. <laughs> so, so, I just love it. It's like, so you're saying Back to the Future is bullshit? bullshit. <laughs> Guys, People ask me, they're like, did that make you mad? I'm like, no. no it's so funny. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. On a, on a la- on like, I know we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. But I, I will say this. I we was, can, I could talk about this for like know, two I, more hours. I but know, I right? will, I will say this to just sum up how much this movie meant to me. I was in, I was in St. George, and I'm on the phone texting Jimmy at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I, cha- I was up. I changed my flight just to come and see it with you guys, and I, it was that was probably the most rewarding thing. I because I, I if I didn't see it with you guys I was gonna see it in Tacoma. Oh, and but seeing it with you guys was the best fucking thing. Oh, I agree. I, oh, yeah. ever, I agree. It was so. one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. <laughs> I know. Was yeah. to change that flight to go home at six it's, in the morning. It's true. I mean, there's two things. One is Counts wanted to be there, yeah. and it was so devastated he couldn't. Mm-hmm. But here's how I'm describing it: This is this generation's Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. on spoiler wise, like of not going into something that and fucking just, big. Where, like, you know, people walking like, "Holy shit!" You know, he's yeah. his father. Like that. Yeah. The same thing. Be like, "Holy shit!" Stark Tony, died. Yeah. Like, Fuck, you know. Well, but, yeah. but there's multiple things that could have been ruined, and I'm so. I just got to say, I'm gonna throw it out there again. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of people being so vigilant <laughs> to not ruin this movie yeah. for other people. I, I still won't. If people, people come up and start asking me about it, I ask them, "Have you seen it?" And if yes. they say no, yep. I walk away. I think I won't talk to you about and it. I feel, and you I know? feel like last thing. Damn it! Right. I'm sorry. 
real last thing. Poor Peter Quill. He's oh yeah. You know, this is his fault. It is. Well, <laughs> I mean, but I I feel like Guardians Three will be Finding Gamora. I oh, yeah, I, hope I think so because so. she's still out there. She yeah. didn't get she, well, and 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 the actress is signed for another. No, one. She's yeah, not she, out there. He was searching for it. No, the thing is, because she we didn't see her disappear. She, no, she he's on the screen searching for. Her. Well, we see that, but we didn't see her yeah, disappear. She could have left. She did. Yes, yeah, she. <laughs> and I just <laughs> I, and I hope I hope Hemsworth is in. But for a the trilogy, Guardians. Oh God, yeah. yes. Yeah. For a trilogy, if they're gonna do Guardians three, you know they she's he's got to find Gamora. Oh yeah, for Peter sure. Quill, Peter Quill's saga cannot just be losing his girlfriend, losing his mother, losing his father, losing his his dad. His you know? Walkman. Yeah, so is yeah. it uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three searching for Gamora's gold? Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll be there for that. I'll go. I'll be there for that. What I, a great movie! I'm looking forward to Guardians. I'm so glad I saw as, it with the guys as Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm yeah. looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Oh, that power exchange! Oh, oh, yeah. oh that was so good. Nah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll go wherever you want to go. Yeah, I'm in charge. No, no, you're in charge. <laughs> you're in charge. <laughs> you're in charge. <laughs> you guys could fight with knives. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap. The, we got to wrap this up. Um, we've got uh, Jimmy interviewing uh, the, the stars and possibly the director of. Uh, the live action Aladdin movie coming up, so stay tuned for that. You still have that to come, uh, so wow. stay for that. Uh, yeah. Real quickly what here, a, um, an entertainment extravaganza. I know, right? So real quickly, uh, movies, games. Who's R- real fast? Uh, you got How to Train Your Dragon. The Hidden World's now out. Okay. Uh, I heard it's all right. Uh, then you've got. I actually just watched this the other day. Isn't it romantic with Rebel Wilson? Oh. I usually like her in small doses. This is pretty damn funny. I like her. Speaking of Hemsworth Brothers, because uh, the what's the Liam? Liam's in there, and so it's pretty good. Uh, the Upside with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston, and that's probably it. We'll call it good. All right. Games? There's really nothing coming out worth okay. mentioning right now. All right, then. Uh, well. Tabletop, you want to check out these Monster Monsterpocalypse figures. Ooh. Uh, Monsterpocalypse is a game where you play giant monsters that smash the city. Well, there you go. And oh, so, uh, Perfect this, for Godzilla. This month, oh. Privateer, Pl- uh, Privateer Plus has uh, Hammerclack. He's like a mole dude that has a whole bunch of drill parts. Okay. Um, and then you've got uh, Kraken Octus, who's a giant squid cracker, uh, Kraken monster, and he's holding a nuclear submarine in his in his tentacle, which is kind of fantastic. That's his baseball bat. And to give you an idea of the scale, <laughs> this, this is the size of the Empire State Building in that game. So these mm-hmm. monsters run... Oh, oh so they don't have to crawl it. They just, they just oh, they just knock it down. And the game, the game actually has a, a, a fantastic. You can smash the buildings, but they they burn for a while, so you can't like stand on the rubble. Uh, oh, yeah. So okay. it's, nice. it's a lot of fun. So check out Monster Apocalypse for this month. All right, and more games coming later. Okay, stand by. Jimmy has the cast of Aladdin coming up. Oh, Mister B, if you would please. The ham. <laughs> it is inevitable. <laughs> Don't spoil it. (laughs) All right, you sat through the spoilers. You made it to the end for the star power. Uh, Jimmy Martin uh, traveling through uh, junkets all over the place when the movie company sends uh, important film critics and they get to interview the uh, celebrities of the the movie they're promoting. And uh, here we are with Aladdin. All right, it's the live-action remake of Aladdin. All right, uh, Jimmy is going to sit down with four people, and you'll recognize their voices. So uh, he's going to be talking to Mina Massoud, who plays Aladdin, uh, Naomi Scott, who plays Jasmine, uh, Alan Menken, the composer, and then Guy Ritchie, the director. And it surprises us that Guy Ritchie is directing what is essentially a Bollywood musical. All right, so here we go. This is Jimmy Martin with the cast and... Filmmakers of Aladdin. Absolute honor to meet you. Thank you. Uh, you have shaped my love for Disney films and musicals in general ever since I was a kid. I'm curious for you, 
Like, what was that time, that moment that you knew that this was going to be your career for life? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, when Little Shop of Horrors became a hit, yeah. I knew, okay, I think I, think I got a toehold on a career. Up till then, I was, you know, writing jingles and playing in clubs and doing whatever I could yeah. and had some shows that were, you know, almost there. Um, but as far as what, what I loved in my life, when I was a little boy, as soon as I could reach the keys, yeah. I, I just loved music. Yeah. I mean, everything from Aladdin to Beauty and the Beast to Little Mermaid, it just gives me goosebumps, you know, when I hear the, oh, just the you. first notes of those songs. Like, what songs give you those goosebumps, you know? <laughs> you mean us, not mine? You can be yours, too. No, 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 no. Um, what songs? Oh, my God, there's so many. Uh, uh, there's that song, Sometimes the Sun Goes Round the Moon. That's a beautiful song. Uh, uh, any of the old standards. Yeah. Really give me, and you know, it's also songs you remember from your childhood because yeah. that's part of it. People remember my songs from their childhood, and I remember growing up with you know, show tunes or whatever, and to hear you know, some enchanted evening or something, it makes you very uh, emotional. Was it, was it challenging or even you know, exciting or even both to jump back into the world of Aladdin? It was exciting, it was also uh, concerning because <laughs> I didn't know, you know, anytime you starting. Yet again, the same project. You know you, you have to reinvent something. And ha what are we going to reinvent about it that's going to enhance it? Yeah. And that really, you know, was, it was a matter of me uh, getting to know what Guy Ritchie wanted as a director, yeah. what his approach would be. Um, and also just, in general, getting a sense of what the studio maybe wanted. And I think we all agreed that A Song for Jasmine was probably the big new addition musically. Yeah. And we wrote the song Speechless. Um, and then contemporizing the score, I think, was something that Guy Ritchie really wanted to you know, see happen. Like, with one jump ahead, when that lad's going through the marketplace, we're in the animated, we have him going, one jump ahead of the bread line. He's kind of, you know, this, this, this Aladdin is kind of much more street smart and kind of savvy, and it's got much more of a hip hop feel to it. Last question, I just have to jump in because I think it'd be a dishonor not to hear it. Is there. Just anything you want to play from Aladdin, I can just enjoy for a, a few seconds. Oh, man. I can show you the world. Is that all you have time for? That's <laughs> absolutely perfect. An absolute honor to meet you, sir. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to see you again. Uh, the last time we spoke, uh, you were taking on a character, the very iconic with a very large fan base, and I think you've upped the game a little bit with with taking on Jasmine. <laughs> uh, what, I mean, is there any fear behind that? I mean, it's just full-blown, let's just do this. I think that there is definite uh, responsibility that you feel because it's so iconic and it's so well loved. Yeah. But I think it's it's mainly excitement. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the opportunity to humanize a character that like I loved so much growing yeah. up, and and you know the space to translate something that's an animation to a live action. Um, I think yeah, I, I felt really. I just feel excited and grateful to be honest. What I love about this one, I don't want to spoil too much. Cause I'm not a big you know spoiler fan, but they do kind of do a twist on Jasmine with this mm. one with a little bit more power a little bit more you know um, I guess courage I'd say did you see it on the script is that what brought you to it kind of thing oh absolutely I think um, 
for me, what I loved so much about what I love what Disney are doing with their Disney heroines is, you know, they're humanizing those characters. And, you know, the princess or whatever that means is the context that they're in. But really, you know, it's about their journeys and their stories. So it was only right, you know, it's been 27 years. So I think it felt very natural to kind of just tweak some some bits. You know, I think that um, Jasmine's objective at the beginning of this movie is that she wants to lead her people because she cares, you know. And I think that she has the skills of leadership and um, and I think that that's something that really makes sense. I kind of want people to watch the movie and be like, oh yeah, like she should be the leader, right? Sure. Um, so yeah, I think the the main thing is just is just humanizing her, just you know, giving her more depth and well, uh, making her more well rounded. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, you know, th- I wanted to keep the same things that I felt when sure. I watched her growing up. So <laughs> one thing I love, I mean, just a plethora of characters in, yeah. in, in this film. If you, and, and there's some great sidekicks that are non-human. If you had to choose one of your sidekicks to just loyal to you, would you choose Carpet? Abu? Oh, Carpet. I forgot about Carpet. Iago. Not Iago. Oh, I feel like I Iago. No, but Iago would like turn on you, I feel like, if. You think so? Oh, I don't know. See, I think Iago would commit crimes and not tell you about it, so you got to clear yeah, conscience. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to go with Iago. I'm going to go with... I do love Magic Carpet. And, like, Magic Carpet, I feel like, is so sweet as well. Yeah. Like, just has such a sweetness and an innocence. And also, I could just go anywhere in the world. So. And you'd never need an Uber again. Ne- oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, absolutely. I use taxis in London, though, so, you know. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Aladdin, I think, in my childhood, had some of the greatest songs. Uh, of that. Yeah, of and for you, what was your favorite Disney song growing up? And it, whether it's Aladdin or not, it's okay. My favorite Disney song? It's a good question. I I love um, the song from Mulan, um, Make a Man Out of You. Ooh. I'll Make a Man Out of You. I love, me and my brother loved One Jump. We used to always play that growing up. Um, and the Pocahontas songs as well. It's a great like, one. Yeah, amazing. And the last time we actually spoke, uh, actually the same question, because I think it tells a lot about a person, speaking of songs. Yeah. I asked you, what is your go-to karaoke song? And you immediately burst out into Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Yeah, that's not, that was, again, I was delirious in that interview. We can just forget the whole thing. I was so exhausted. Um, I think you Drake, too. I think, yeah, um, Best I Ever Had, Drake. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Still sticking with that one? Yeah, I'm sticking with that one. Perfect. Absolute pleasure Thank seeing you, you again. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Thank you. See you again. Absolute pleasure to see you. Thank uh, you. With this film, with Aladdin, what I've always loved about this character is that he's a hustler with a hustle. You yes. know. And so for you, when you got that script, like, what did you want to bring to it that developed that character. Yeah, you know, I just focused on and on the bigger themes, who this guy is as a human being. You know, yeah. he, he uh, his parents passed away at a very young age. He's had to fight to survive every single day. And, uh, you know, it's funny. You bring up the hustling mentality, and uh, actors are, are hustlers, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially when they're first starting out. So I could definitely uh, relate to that, yeah. for sure. The one thing that's great about Aladdin, his is a... a physical ability you know yeah. it's like almost like parkour yes it and is. so what did you learn to do the pull off these kind of stunts uh you know we just had six weeks of prep and we trained really hard i, I you know i'd wake up i train with my trainer every morning and then uh with the stunt team we just started at the very basics so yeah. we implemented boxing which i've now taken into my own routine nice. and, um you know uh flips uh, somersaults slides jumps things like that and then we started uh, building from there. One of the greatest things in this film are the side characters. And, and I'd say even the genie aside, yeah. if you had to choose one of your own side characters, would it be Iago? 
Abu or a carpet? Definitely Abu. I've actually looked into buying a capuchin monkey, really? and it's illegal in most states. It is legal in some states, but illegal in most. So I would definitely wish for an Abu. What was the most terrifying thing getting on a set with something that, that has such a big fan base like this? You know, just the combination of all the different uh, skills, you know, combining the singing with the stunt work for one jump, for example, it's it's a difficult thing to do, and it's one thing to sit and, you know, stand and sing in a room, but having to combine it with something that physical, yeah. uh, that was the first time I've done something like that. Guy Ritchie is one of my favorite directors of yeah, all, all time. Uh, what was it like working with him? Is there a unique style that he brings to the, to the camera? Yeah, you know... Um, I love how he allows his actors to be free and bring their own take to the characters. Once you build that uh, rapport of trust with him, he kind of lets you fly and, yeah. and do your own thing. But he also has an incredible way of putting his stamp on the film. I think most people coming out of Aladdin will, will come out saying, yeah, it's a Guy Ritchie film, <laughs> yeah. uh, which, is, which is amazing. To be able to do that with this kind of film, is, is a, you know, it's a victory. I think Aladdin is probably one of my favorite uh, Films of Disney that with the songs, you know, mm -hmm. and if you had to choose your favorite Disney song from your childhood, even if it's yeah. not from Aladdin, that's all right. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, One Jump was definitely one of my favorites uh, growing up, and uh, the Lion, you know, Lion King uh, had some had a pretty stellar soundtrack as well. So yeah. I would say the Lion King soundtrack and the Aladdin soundtrack were my two favorite growing up. Those are great ones. Yeah. <laughs> and then one question I like to ask everybody because I think it tells a lot about a person. Speaking of songs. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh my gosh, um, I always go to Eminem because nice. I think uh, you know I love him, and it's it's you can have fun with it because it is rap. So uh, Eminem's my go-to artist. If you got if you can keep up with Eminem, you got my respect. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Absolute pleasure to meet Thanks. you, man. Appreciate Thank it you. as well. It's an absolute pleasure to see you again, Jimmy. Uh, so last time we spoke uh, for your last project, one of the questions was was the most challenging thing of that project, and you said the tonality of it. You know, something you had never done before. I think this might be in that same realm because I don't think I've ever seen anything like this in your in your wheelhouse. No, but it's funny. I'm more familiar with this genre than you might think. I mean, the Aladdin sort of street hustle stuff is you know part of my sort of other stuff. Sure, but um, you know, five kids. I've been up to my eyeballs in <laughs> in Disney World for the last uh, 19 years, yeah. so I'm sort of familiar with the uh, with the Disney canon. Sure, um, and also, you know, my kids are bored of not being able to watch the movies I make, so uh, <laughs> I was under pressure from them. And, you know, <laughs> once I mentioned that this was on the it was a possibility there was no going back from that moment yeah and you mentioned it, it, the part that is in your wheelhouse that I wanted to talk about is because I've always liked Aladdin because he is a hustler like with a hustle and kind of that lower level street criminal you know that is you know that in your past is that what attracted you to this character well that's what I was familiar with yeah. right? so I think you know you need something uh, that you're familiar with mm -hmm. um, and I'm not sure if there, there, could, there would have been another title yeah. uh, I could have gone oh right I know what to do with that. And then as soon as you've got an in, then you can build on that in. But that was my in. I don't really like doing spoilers and whatnot, so I try to keep it kind of, you know, broad. But modernizing this story was really cool, I think. And so was there a challenge to do that, or did it kind of fell pretty freely? Well, you know, what, the principal challenge was how, how do you retain the nostalgia of the first film yeah. and embellish it with uh, a modern spirit, a contemporary spirit, and in, I suppose, the obvious illustration is probably Jasmine. Yeah. Um, in the previous incarnation, 
she was somewhat passive, mm-hmm. uh, and in in this one we've sort of gone for an equality of challenge. Yeah. So clearly, uh, Aladdin has his challenges, but yeah. we felt it would only it only made sense that J- Jasmine should have um, a similar amount of challenges. From the characters to the to the, the the design of the film, I mean, from costumes to set design, what was the hardest thing to bring from an animated film to the live action? Just that. Yeah. Um, is is how do you retain the the exotic splendor, as it were, um, which you could, which is easier to do in an well, you would think it's easier to do yeah. in an animated production. So that was that was principally, you know, a lot of this was made in the UK, yeah, which is is not exactly Agrabah. <laughs> um, so it was a combination between. Um, but that's the magic of the camera. Yeah, uh, we did. We shot quite a lot in in Jordan, um, but you'll be surprised what you what you can get away with with an English English summer. Yeah. <laughs> and the last question is: and my friends, we talked about this last time. They said if you don't ask them for an update, we're going to be really mad at you. Is what is the update? I'm currently getting a uh, the real rock and roller. <laughs> I have to ask you every time. I know, I know. By the way, that, you know what happens is, is you just get you get log jammed yeah. with uh, one project, and then you get fixated on that, and then <laughs> I don't know somewhere in the post. Don't I'm giving an update. <laughs> Thanks very much. You, Jimmy. Cheers, Jimmy. Thank you so much. All right, thank you, Jimmy. All right, we will see you next week with a brand new episode, GeekShowPodcast.com. Thank you.